I got this. Okay. Ah, uh, I got it. Okay. Uh, I got some beers. Let's drink them, huh? Uh, Why don't you follow me down to the brewery? I'll tie a bowling ball to my ankle, dive in the vat of beer. I'll leave this world the same way I entered my marriage. Dead drunk! Hello? Want a beer? Hook it up! Hook it up! Yeah. Hook me up! Y'all heard, take it from the top. One, two. Beer? This is how we do it. My mic sound nice, check one. My mic sound nice, check two. My mic Sound nice, check three. Are you ready? That's cute. I remember when I had my first beer. You like parties? Yeah. We can invite all our friends and have soda and pie. Yeah. I hope no bad. My mic sounds nice, check one. My mic sounds nice, check two. My mic sounds nice, check three. My mic sounds nice, check four. My mic sounds nice, check five. My mic sounds nice, check six. Are you ready? You want some of this milk? Rather have a beer. What do you guys give me if I kill that bird? Farber, that's a bald eagle. Get a wig, baldy! Yeah! Oh, hello. Yep, yep. This is The Work with Mike, Pete, and Steve. GovsRadio.com. We are live tonight on Facebook, on YouTube, and, of course, on our home radio station, GovsRadio.com. Can you guys hear me all right? I feel like I sound low in my headphones for some reason. Low and slow. Low and slow wins the race, It's like Peter. some good barbecue. <laughs> Is that it? Okay. I'll, get, I'll get to smoking meat later. Thanks Great. a lot, everyone, for joining us tonight. Uh, of course, if you want to leave a comment, leave a like, share the show, all that's good. I'm not going to do what Graz does and beg people to share the show. I could give a shit less, uh, and we'll do just fine. <laughs> Please don't do whatever Graz does. No, no, no. we no, continue no, no. to have a show. Yeah, <laughs> all of the things. Thank that you. We- Public service announcement coming from Pete. Thanks very much. Thank you, Peter. Tonight we are sponsored by Vintage Club Beer Shirts. Vintage Beer Shirt Club, if I could do it right, and I could do it in four different orders if you'd like, but VintageBeerShirtClub.com. Go to VintageBeerShirtClub.com for all your vintage beer shirt needs. Type in the promo code WARTS into the promo code area and get a percentage off your first order. We are also sponsored by Brewbag. Buddy, Scotty, yeah. Brubeck—that's our bit. That's our boy right now. So we joined their, uh, uh, what do you call it, the social media influencer club now. Um, so I hate that term. So I know very it's, much. it's it's very very douchey if I have to say so myself. But whatever, we were already whatever. he was already sponsoring our show before we became a sponsor of his product. So I get the relationship, and that's the way it was supposed to be from the start. Go to brewbag.com to play your cornhole beer pong today. It's a hell of a lot of fun. Pete, Steve, and I enjoyed yes. a good couple yeah. of games the other day. Uh-huh. And uh, every time we go out to a backyard and have a couple of crispy boys in the backyard, we are definitely playing go. some brew bag. 
So if you go to our Instagram and you go into our link tree, there's a connection to get your percentage off. Just click on the brew bag link in our bio and you will get a percentage off your order. Uh, I think it's like 15% or 10% somewhere in there. So go ahead and order yours today, brewbag.com. Steve, take it away with Rosie's Draft Solution. Rosie's Draft Solution. Uh, well, Rosie's Draft Solution family owns uh, an operated draft beer servicer and in store. Uh, we will service complete. Uh, yeah. I will get this right one of these days, kid. No, I, I wasn't giving you the look because of that. I, I touched my phone and the music stopped. So you know what? I, I just like, ah, fuck it. I don't even care about the music anymore. In post-production, the podcast version, I can edit it any way I want it to. So you know what? We don't have to hit no posts. Go ahead. Uh, Rosie's Draft Solution. Uh, you can find them rosiesdraftsolution.com. Uh, they will take care of all your draft solution needs. They do draft system installs, system maintenance, uh, line cleaning is their specialty. When uh, we had our brewery open, those guys came in, did such a fantastic job. Uh, we recommend them to everybody. And they will do draft uh, lines, uh, draft systems for any event. So if you need jockey boxes for events that might be coming up uh, in the near future, hopefully, uh, once this uh, shit show is gone, Rosie's is going to be the one moves to take out of care town. of you. Uh, you can, get, you can reach, uh, reach them at 631 219 2075. That's right. And tell Nick the Wirt sent you. Mike Pete right. Steve from the Wirt sent you on over there. It's obviously he's doing stuff here on Long Island, but he'll expand out if it's uh, something that you need. Obviously, as your bars and restaurants open up and need more capacity and the taps are flowing, you're going to need your certified clean tap award from Rosie's Draft Solutions. So check them out. And also, they do emergency. Uh, yes, they do. Emergency repairs as well. Like Should my your shit lines is fucking blow up. Yeah. Is yeah, my system blew the... up, and that's a problem. Please help. <laughs> I need all of the squeegees. Call Rosie's Draft Solutions. <laughs> uh, also uh, tonight, quickly sponsored by Tavor. Go to Tavor.com for a beer at your door. Type in Wharton the promo code and get a percentage off your order. Go to Tavor.com. Of course, taphandles.com for all your tap handle needs. Uh, go to Hartwood Woodshop. Hartwell Woodshop. Boom. For rich mahogany needs, we got ours from uh, Senor... Uh, Jeff Hartwell and did a great job and you'll see those around breweries on Long Island uh, being sported at their tap systems so you can get it cleaned by Rosie's you can get it sported by Jeff Hartwell and of course uh, for any of the larger production needs you got taphandles.com and I think that's all I can stand that wraps it up some more yeah tonight we have a awesome program for everybody out there thanks a lot for who are we talking with brewershardware.com for all your uh, those parts yeah. you need, you're a home brewer, you need to set up a system to, to do a small batch or a large batch at home, or if you have a production brewery and you also need a uh, quick part. Nothing but tri-clamps, uh, uh, Pete. Tri-clamp tri for president. Yep. Uh, Brewershardware.com. Uh, they're a great sponsor of the show, nice guys. And uh, yeah, I don't know why I, we forgot I, them. Thanks. I usually have them written down, but I didn't have my piece of paper here tonight. So sorry, but Brewers Hardware. BrewersHardware.com. Appreciate it. And they, uh, they actually sponsor gifts out back to the brewers and our guests throughout the uh, year. So really appreciate their yes. support for the show and their support for the brewing community. And it ties back into the Wirt Wrangler, who is still MIA at this point, but he shall be joining us any moment now. He's trying to get his uh, mic set up, his studio set up. He does his own podcast called The Mash Pit, right? Pete? The Mash Pit. I started Mash listening today. Yes. Good stuff. Yeah, we were having fun. It just came out. I've been talking to him for a while now, almost a year of trying to get him on the show. 
uh, because we really do like his uh, craft beer brewer based memes that just All make the good us memes. laugh out loud every time we see him. Um, if you're ever wondering if that's poop or yeast, there's the wort wrangler. That's Indeed. him. Indeed. I have always usually poop. But we also are welcoming in the people that are here right now. We have the Chris and Alyssa from the and I, I, I was screwing up. I was saying brew girl review brew. And again, vintage beer club shirt. I have trouble with four word names. I'm going to let you know right now. Do you now want someone else to handle this one? No, no, you can do it. I, I, I'm trying to make a kind of make it light, Pete. But go ahead. Go ahead now basic you got it. Girl brew yeah. review. That's it. Yeah, you so, go. I girl it. brew basic reviews. I'm like, wait, they're not really basic. They're actually pretty detailed. So it can't be that. But it is a, uh, a, a really cool, uh, we'll say blog at this point, correct? You consider yeah. it a blog? Yeah. Um, and we're going to start it off, kick it off right off with you because I'm interested in how this turned out. You guys uh, originally, as far as I could tell, from New Jersey and now don't live in New Jersey together anymore or within the same town or wherever you were. So now you guys are separated by some 900 miles and still uh, <laughs> still contribute to the reviewing uh community yeah. give us uh girls chris and Alyssa. give us a little background on uh how this all started bring us back to the day where you guys were hanging out and drinking and take us up through now Liz, do you want me to go or <laughs> before well, you do that like before you do that i just want to also shout out outer light brewing company in uh groton connecticut outer groton. light sponsoring groton groton i got told by the girl <laughs> really? that lives in groton it's called groton and i told her my New York accent tells me it's Did you Groton. tell her she was doing Groton. it wrong? No, she's from the town. <laughs> You're doing it wrong. I did not. I did not. Uh, I did not offend her. I just said, <laughs> I'm just the idiot from New York that says things wrong. So you oh, can Groton, get in call. Oh, Groton. I yes. know that feeling. I know that feeling very well. Yes, the Jersey knows the, the feeling of the New York and the Long Island and the Staten Island. It's Long a blend Island. of everything over there. Especially when but, you move away. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much for Outer Light. Uh, we'll be talking about your beers as we go along through the show. Really appreciate you guys uh, uh, letting me leave with a bunch of beer uh, that we can kind of put out there, and we'll give you the big plug at the end of the show tonight. Thank so you, thank guys. You I'm right, so very sorry. curious about some of their some of their beers, yeah. Chris and Alyssa, sure. go ahead. Take it on away. Um, so Alyssa and I have actually been best friends since we were like 14, 15, right, Somewhere around there. Yeah, so um, – We've been friends for that long. And I moved to St. Louis about a year and a half ago. So I am out here in the Midwest. I'm that good old Jersey girl that says water really weird out here. And everyone makes fun of me whenever I speak about anything. Um, so during quarantine, well, back in March, I unfortunately got laid off my job. Um, and, you know, was going through it. I actually like just, it was a crazy time so I decided to go home I was like you know what when am I when's the next time I'm gonna have time to like go home visit my family visit my best friends and my our other best friend was just having my now my godson um oh. so well, yeah so I, I went home I saw my dad and then Alyssa was like come stay with me for I think I went home for like what like two months list I was there here for a while yeah <laughs> so I was like when's the next time we're gonna be able to do this and get to hang that was out code like, for yeah you were there way too long <laughs> Sleep Over the welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so 
I went home and one night we, I mean, I have a bartending background for 10 years. I worked with craft beer for a very long time in Asbury Park at Brickwall Tavern, if anyone knows it. Um, in I feel Jersey. like I've been there. I feel yeah. like after like a uh, surf and skate fest or something yeah. down there at a concert there in Asbury go. Park, I definitely yeah. stopped by there somehow. So one, and Alyssa has always loved beer. Um, she's been- I just drink beer. Yeah, she likes it and knows a lot about it. So one night we- Same. Yeah. Same. <laughs> went and picked up a couple of different beers. And I was like, let's start reviewing beers. And we just started putting it on my Instagram. People think I'm crazy, but I don't even care. Um, and- No, but I, people responded really well to it. Yeah, That's Because we were, we were obviously getting more tipsy as the night went on and we're reviewing beer and we started playing beer pong by ourselves. It was just me and her because no one else wanted to come and hang out with us. Because it was quarantine time still. COVID. Oh yeah, good point. Yeah. Even though I flew halfway across the country, COVID, <laughs> And uh, Did you I have said to quarantine for two weeks before you stayed with her? <laughs> no. Governor Murphy has very strict rules in New Jersey. I actually I from the airport. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I didn't have to do anything. I also probably wouldn't have listened, but I probably, whatever. Um, so, I looked at it. We think we looked at each other and we both were like, why don't we start like a beer page and just review beers? And I was like, oh, okay, let's do it. So that's how basic girl brew review kind of started. Cause Alyssa and I, as we get drunker, we get more basic. So. And we also <laughs> really just like really pretty cans. Like we were every time we went to the liquor store, we're like, oh, this is really, cute. this is really cute. And we're like, wow, we're so basic. We like all these pretty things. I don't think it's cool because like I had a background in beer and like I used to have to like take tests and like do all this stuff in beer and Alyssa loving it as much as she did. I was like, not only do we like the cans and stuff, we all I, like with my background, we also know a lot about beer. At least I like to think we know a lot about beer. So that's kind of how uh, Basic Girl Brew Review started. So you guys uh, first started this past summer. I mean, this is, this is very, very new. Yeah, just like two months ago. Wow. You got Stop. a dunkle in there? What, what was that? You have, Chris, do you have a dunkle in that glass? No. Uh, oh. I was it the old cherry? <laughs> oh. Oh, uh, it's old cherry. I like, the I like the glassware, though. My yeah. mom and my dad got these for me when I moved into my first apartment. They're like some... Love like, those glasses. Yeah. What, uh, what like brewery Pilsner was glass. the, uh, the old cherry from? Um, Heavy Riff out of Heavy St. Riff, Louis. Heavy Riff, that's right. St. Yeah. Louis. What? What style is that? It's a cherry sour ale. I love ah. sour. So, yeah. And you'd really like the one that we have from Outer Light tonight. Uh, <laughs> it is delicious. It's a, um, it's a sour IPA, but it has mango, guava. It doesn't have a, oh. a lot of fruit forward. It actually tastes pretty dry, but it was really, that's, I, I'm into the, like the sour IPAs. Um, I'm into you know, the, dub, <laughs> the sour double IPAs. No, I kept writing EST to him. Nope. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> uh, maybe he doesn't uh, I, I wrote him back for you guys so sorry right. the word wrangler was saying california time i go no, no. <laughs> i emailed Oops. him it's all right he'll he be asleep no no he'll he'll jump on I, i'm sure he's i'll jump on. i'll stay on 11 fuck it <laughs> we're not working so it doesn't freaking matter to you yeah good point that's it so Alyssa, uh i'm sorry chris you lost your your job what were you doing you were in the restaurant business still at that point uh, no, I, I worked in New York for five years. I, I actually come from the fashion industry. So okay. I oh, um, done basically everything you can ever <laughs> That makes sense now. That also, makes sense. <laughs> I also don't like influencers because I feel like influencers, especially in fashion, are like the worst. So it's funny that like we say beer influencers or whatever. Yeah. Even are social now. media influencers. 
Yes, that. Um, so yeah, I come from a fashion background. How are they the worst in the fashion industry? You have no idea. <laughs> oh, I, know, but I, I don't, and I really want to know. I'm curious. <laughs> like especially coming like I worked in New York Fashion Week forever and especially coming from a background in PR and everything like that they just always expect free stuff they think they're better than everyone and don't get me wrong I have a lot I have I do have friends that are influencers but they're not like that extreme it's just such an oversaturated it's just ridiculous I I, there's something to be said for people that are doing that cross-promotion concept where your business is going to thrive and then their social media page that they hold to that level thrives. I understand it for us. It yeah. wasn't even about that. Um, he is working with a PR firm. So obviously when you work now in, in a real business like Brubeg, um, you, you have to treat it like normal business is treated today. And that's the way it is today. Unfortunately, you can't just yeah. go, dude, I'll, I'll promote you and you promote me and we're good. And, 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 it doesn't go that far once you start locking in that business model to the current standards. Um, but I, yeah, so many people are, like you said, just shipped free stuff and they wear it a couple of times and then that's theirs and they just expect it. And that's not the way it should work. It's a, it's supposed to be yeah. a mutual agreement, you know, between two people or two businesses or two concepts. And that's again, why we do what we do and trying to get people like you guys on to draw attention to your, uh, to your page, your social media, we're not, no one's benefiting on either side from it other than just exposure. And we like that. We like, you know, getting the, the word out there and having new ideas and thoughts brought to the table, especially when you're in different parts of the country. It's awesome. That, and I also feel like the community is just so amazing. The beer community is just so great. And that's another thing that Alyssa and I loved about it too, is that we've met even in these short, I'm sure Alyssa can, you can say the same thing, in these short amount of time that we've been doing this, we've met so many amazing people through it. So it's been fun. There was there was a, a statement a few years back. Uh, one of the one of the big guys I won't mention his name for, uh, from a, a very popular brewery said, "You know, uh, the beer industry is ninety nine percent dick free." Because <laughs> majority of people that are in the industry is are very cool to each other and and to people that want to learn and promote. Um, I'm going to say it changed a little bit. It's probably about ninety eight point five now. <laughs> a, few more, a few more dicks out there, but it's I feel still, like that's even generous. It's, yeah, yeah it's, it, it's still it's still pretty good though. Still pretty good. Was that it Sam is. or it was that like a very genuine community? Yeah. It was Sam. It was Sam, right? Yeah, I think I've heard that quote. That's funny. Sam from Dollfish. Calgioni. No, Sam, Sam from Sam Adams. Oh, Sam from Sam. No, that's Jim Cook. No, no, no. Sam from Sam Adams is like, hey, I drink, I, I eat yeast and yogurt, so I don't get drunk. <laughs> He did say that. It's true. And it didn't work. Yeah. Uh, so right now, girls, you guys uh, are still separate, right? You're not back in New Jersey? Sadly. So, <laughs> so Chris, you're in uh, St. Louis, you said? Yes, the home of uh, Anheuser-Busch. Ah. I'm sorry. So how is that in regards <laughs> to the, the town itself taking to the craft beer boom in the last five or ten years? How, how did it transform a primarily uh corporate beer uh giant and now allowing space for the little guys um i mean in my short time living here when we visited like two years ago we actually went to anheuser bush my birthday i wanted to go like and see it and i really only wanted to go for the horses that's the only reason why <laughs> that's fair <laughs> I just want to see the Clyde, yeah. that's fair <laughs> 
but it was really, I was actually really educational. My aunt has actually worked for Anheuser-Busch for like 30 years, but out in Newark, New Jersey. So I was like really looking forward to it. But to be honest with you, there's the beer scene here in St. Louis. And I did not know this until we kind of started this page. And I started like finding all these small breweries here. It's huge. Like Anheuser-Busch does own St. Louis. They really own like basically everything here. But the small brewery scene is amazing. And the people that I've met so far, and even in a month, two months of me being home, they are the coolest people I've met here for sure. How many breweries out there use Beechwood aging? Is that a is that a thing out there? No, all right. I, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> Stupid right. joke. Yeah. I apologize. Beechwood <laughs> aged beer. Hang up. Hang up. <laughs> we'll replace you with Antonio for the War Wrangler very easily. Again, that's fair. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. It makes sense. It makes sense. I do have to say, uh, is is Savage your real last name? Yeah. <laughs> That is a great wrestling name. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you should be flying off the turnbuckle somewhere. Kristen Savage. Are you gonna make the like the transition from CrossFit to MMA? Is that is that oh, yeah. CrossFit forever? And also you gotta go you gotta, into the ring, you drink a few beers. Woohoo! You could be a, a TikTok influencer as well with the, the Savage song being like the number one TikTok song. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Evidently now, like now, Savage is the, the biggest thing in the world. So it's great. <laughs> and, and a word just to use for just uh, killing it. So there yeah. you go. Walked right into that name. Are you a, a married girl at this point? No. And okay. I, I was going to say, so you're going to lose that well, name if in fact. Sorry, say again. No, make your husband take the name. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, last name. I'm hyphenating. We fight about it all the time. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I mean, they're both Irish last names. Like, Savage is an Irish last name, and then his last name is Hayden, and I don't want that last name, so I'm... <laughs> <laughs> you could be the Savage Caden. Wow. <laughs> and, and either way, no matter how you put it, a hyphenated name just makes the second name sound so much better. Like, I'm a Savage <laughs> Beck. <laughs> oh, God. It'll yeah. be on Jay Leno's or, or The Tonight Show when they do the... the uh, wedding announcements. It's the the Savage Burn Cyclops. <laughs> man. I don't even. I couldn't come up with good three name. That's just time. But you're right. I mean, it, it just I would keep the Savage. I would keep that around as long as you possibly can. It's not going away. So. And put it as one of your your future children's middle names too. Ooh. Yeah. That's, yeah, that, That's a solid flex. Yeah. As the, that, as the kids say. As uh, as a Irishman as well, that was our tradition in our family. My middle name is Rickson, W R I X O N, which is just a. I'm not just not Anthony, you know, like Michael Anthony. Yeah. Um, but then we <laughs> named my my son with my wife's maiden names for his middle name, so it's just a tradition that we're kind of passing along as it goes. My my daughter will then put her son's middle name as her maiden name, and that's the way that I'll keep. Tr- pulling down some part of my name which will pretty much die with me in the end so. i'm going to take down the entire o'toole clan from southern ireland ah, freaking michael o'toole ah, you don't want me to put the irish accent on and i gotta say a lot of c words and i'm not gonna do that it flows like water Language. over there it's a kid's show i apologize 
Uh, Antonio's still kind of trying to figure out his Zoom information. I don't know if he's trying to dial he's, in. He's on Australia time now. He's <laughs> <still> <laughs> <on>. <laughs> Wait, you said Australia time, right? Yeah. That's yeah. good. All right. Wait, That's perfect. Wait, what? Uh, Alyssa, you are in New Jersey, correct? I am, yeah. We won't give out the town, but northern or southern? Uh, the Jersey Shore. <laughs> ah, okay. So, mm, are you back to Snooki too? Or? <laughs> it's like a big debate here. I don't like to say north or south because I feel like we're kind of our own little thing here. But you know, the, the far east. So, I'm not friends with uh, Snooki. <laughs> no. All right. The, uh, let me ask you more importantly, do you eat pork roll or do you eat ham? What is it? Pork roll. Pork roll. There it is. What is yeah. a pork roll? It's definitely pork roll. You have to get down to the Jersey Shore. Baby. I would agree with pork roll. I don't know if I do. Taylor Ham's brand. Taylor yeah. Ham's brand. <laughs> 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 it's like calling a hot dog an Oscar Mayer. No one does that. Ah, uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, so listen, would I be uh, assuming that you were at AC Beer Fest last year? Um, you could assume, but I was not. But uh, I went a couple years ago, and I had a great time. I've been to the Asbury Beer Fest before as well, and that one was also really good. Um, was that one outdoors? No, I didn't make it last year, though. Was the Asbury one outdoors? Um, it was in the – they have a convention center or convention hall, and it was in the in there. It was in the winter time, so it was too cold to be outside. Yeah. But – I liked that one a lot because the AC one is great, but it's so big that like you wait in such long lines to get everything. So the Asbury one was like, you got drunk a lot faster. <laughs> <laughs> well, being behind yeah, the scenes the as we were, we, we had people coming to us with their beer. Oh. So I didn't even have to get on a line. Oh. We just had people after person just come up and talk about the beer. And then they just drop us off a four pack. And we're like, we have just too much beer. here. <laughs> you were said that we didn't have our Instagram yet. So I wasn't, ah. I wasn't ready for it. The thing about the AC beer fest is also the music. They always have yeah. uh, like a lot of touring bands, not even just your local guys, which is nothing wrong with, but they have a uh -huh. full stage. Like it's a concert. It's crazy. Yeah. They've had some big people play there before. I, yep. this, I was trying to, I can't remember who was playing this year, but I was trying to go this year. Oh, but please. It, oh it was, it was oh, the used. Yeah. And I was very excited that I was going to miss that. So that was Friday. <laughs> But then Newfound Glory. Newfound and Glory. Yep. Goldfinger. Do without that. Goldfinger was the other one. That yeah. I was. That's a hard pass. When I, no, it's not a hard pass. Shut up. It's a slight <laughs> pass for you. You've heard the songs and you know you're listening to your Sirius XM and it comes on. You're like, Superman. <laughs> you what's a, give me an example of a Goldfinger song. What's a Goldfinger? 99 Red Balloons. There you yeah. go. That's the no. one that everyone knows. It's in. I mean, main one that comes to mind yeah, the I one mean, that was on the radio on k-rock was like uh mabel you don't remember mabel mabel uh, if it was on k-rock in the 90s i'm sure i'd, I'd know it you if definitely I heard it. have heard some of it yeah i'm not gonna sing them so <laughs> you're not gonna get that gonna from me today no you're not gonna get it from me today <laughs> i got my bass guitar sitting right over there but i'm certainly not gonna play the bass line for it i um i i found oh, the boy. um oh here he comes i found uh, that their lineups, uh, even the year before us, they had, uh, I think, the Boss Tones. Um, they had some really decent, like... Yeah, know, no, they had a lot of people. Oh, Here in Your Bedroom. I remember that yes, song. Here in Your Bedroom. Yep. That was yeah, one. that's okay if I don't hear it live. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Oh, yeah, but if Deftones playing or something like that. Oh, they're all right. Not, 
They're I've right. seen I've seen them. They're alright. No, it'd be it would be Romstein for him. Yes. And that's what we need a Fuck beer yeah. fest. Is is smash your, smash your neighbor in the mouth music, not uh, uppity. I mean, music. really, are your neighbors that friendly anyway? I mean, that's the kind of music I like. So there you go. There, there you go. It's not yeah. the wrong metal. I just I think that would be the wrong selection for a beer fest. Things might I get disagree. Out of, I disagree. A little out of control. <laughs> Look, they're German, and Germans know a thing or two about beer fests. <laughs> and so Cornish. is that is that how you're going to justify the selection? Sure is. <laughs> I don't think Nina Hosen, friggin' Thrash, and oh man, and this is all sounded like great ideas to me. And people dying in the mosh pit. Yes, yeah, like traditional German Oktoberfest. So be perfect. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, I heard that's a good time too. Yeah, <laughs> I don't that's even want to go there. I had tickets to go to Oktoberfest this year, and it's the third time that Oktoberfest has been canceled in all the years. The other two times were the fucking World Wars. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> womp womp. Steve, the good thing is you will, you will live another year to see October. I hope so. You'll be fine. I heard it's very intense. They like write your your phone number and your information on your hand in case you get lost from everyone. It's a serious event. Listen, idea, you always get lost. <laughs> well, I get lost no matter what, but they, they do that to normal people, too. <laughs> uh, Antonio, are you there? Yeah, there yeah, he is. Here. What's Sweet. going on, man? The Wurt Wrangler hey, here on the Wurt with Mike <laughs> and Pete. First of all, we'll, uh, we'll just say this. Uh, thanks a lot for taking on the word Wurt, because not too many people know what the hell we are, but you have helped make our name uh, something that becomes a common household name especially to the brewing community so i appreciate that man yeah yeah a lot of people uh will totally think it's uh, something else <laughs> i know <laughs> it's never fun no uh, how do you explain that you're a uh a, um, a uh, skin mark that nobody really wants any part of yeah exactly because everybody goes to you know they they all take it to the general thing so yeah that's true <laughs> Oh, you're a general war wrangler? Oh, I see where you're going. You're a I mean, terrible man. You know, there's worse ways to make a living. Right? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> well, thanks a lot for joining us. I, uh, I, I thought I was, uh, I got you on the Eastern Standard Time. That's my bad for not really yeah, sending no, that, that that's, home. That's my bad. I, I have a horrible uh, attention to detail. It's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just my, uh, it's my thing. Uh, yeah, I, I literally was like in the middle of like, uh, my, my dog took a big crap everywhere and uh, just smeared. So that was fun. I was cleaning oh that God. and I'm doing some laundry, uh, disinfecting some, uh, I, I'm, I take my, I'm doing merch. I do a bunch of merch today. So I take it really serious with, uh, disinfecting. So, you know, all my peeps that, uh, order stuff, they, uh, they're, they're guaranteed a clean package, at least when they open it. Is there, is there smeared dog shit on the <laughs> you merch <laughs> Uh, it's, yeah, I was actually gonna give that as a surprise, but you know, <laughs> that's the surprise everybody. That's like the nut roll for the brewers. Nut roll. Nut roll. That's what she is. <laughs> Give me dog some peanuts and then it's time to get up. <laughs> so your your uh Antonio, your your um let's say social media page has uh, a ton of people, uh especially the brewer community, uh checking in, looking at this. I'm so sorry, could you uh, hold on one quick second? I'm so sorry about that. No, that's right. That's no shit to clean up. Yeah, it's, it's, there's now <laughs> shit on my windows. There's shit on my phone i can't even scroll on my phone because of the amount of shit i um i i wanted to quickly ask him how 
uh, how he even got to this point. <laughs> He's uh, we'll get to him in a minute. Girls, uh, what I was going to Alyssa for uh, in regards to New Jersey is, uh, and we'll get to it a little more later. You had a beer before uh, you picked up from Tuckahoe. Tuckahoe was uh, one of the people that were at AC Beer Fest last year and was our first guest actually of the entire weekend. Great oh, dude. Came on uh, the IPA, double IPA, hazy, all that stuff that he's doing is delicious. But then he had a, a really good lager that kind oh, of okay. took me back a little bit. So I got to go back lagers. about a, a year later now and, and really try um, more Tuckahoe when we get down there because I think they were slated to be there this year. It's so funny you say that because I feel like I've purposely not been trying them because they're so close to home. So I want to actually just go there and like really get the full feel of everything there. I'm like, I want to just get there, but I haven't been able to do it yet. So I'm like, I'm caving tonight. I'm going to try one and see how it is. And I like it because I like the can, of, of yeah. course. That is, that is some nice <laughs> can art. What, uh, what style is it? It's, a, it's actually a sour, which is actually Kristen's favorite thing, but I I just really like the can. It's Blueberry Fields Forever, and it's like little homage to the Beatles, and it's cute. Uh, oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah, walking across the street. Got the bubble letters up top. with the Mike, thank set. you for not giving me the sour IPA, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I know you wouldn't like that, so I gave you the extra sure, no. um, green Speaking tea pale ale. Speaking of sour IPAs, have you guys had the Victory Six Point Sour IPA? Was that um, a collab? Yeah, Alyssa, what's the what's the name of it? You have the, the cosmic handshake, maybe. Mm. Yeah. It's a cool name. Feel like I have, but I it's, was. Uh, it, is. It, it literally is probably one of the best beers I've ever had in my whole entire life. Is there galaxy in it, or is it just, or is there some other clever wordplay going in the name? Well, so get the, the can should be in your room, I think. Um. <laughs> well, she's gonna make her get up. And go. I'm making so her get up. I had three. What uh, you're going to hear is that cans being rummaged around. <laughs> she's digging through a pile in it. It's a garbage bag. She's got to recycle them. Like, whatever it is. Oh, wow. Large bag. Um, How about that? <laughs> it was that far. I was that far from that. The three, uh, the three uh, ones I had this past weekend were the, the Golden Sour Monkey, the Twisted Monkey, and That's good. the other one. There's three of them now. They're they make. Good, and they're uh, like... Victory. Yeah. yeah, they're like 8%. That's crazy. Ah, there it is. I believe not, I've had that. Cosmic. I'm not actually an influencer, so I don't know how to hold the can up to the screen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Man. Was that right? Does it have galaxy hops in it? Uh, six point brewery, cosmic handshake, sour New England style. Uh, I don't really see the word galaxy anywhere, but it looks like All a right. galaxy. On the can. <laughs> okay, <laughs> which is uh, it be an it awesome was, part of the review. Like, <laughs> it's gotta have it in it, it's gotta have <laughs> a galaxy. I was like so pleasantly surprised by it. So, if you guys can get your hands on it, it was amazing. I'm still trying to look for it out here, and I have I I won't find it. Alyssa, you said well, it was I, a, a sour double. Yeah, that's why we liked it so much because I like IPAs better, and she likes sour, but it had the right balance of both. Mm. That's why I've been really liking uh, like Hudson Valley's been doing those double sour IPAs, which are delicious. Those are oh, man, no, yeah, eight nope. percent. Those just, are for real. Some of them are a little too fruity, but they're still delicious. Antonio, back with us. Yeah, yeah. I'm what back. up, buddy? <laughs> I'm just going to say Ant now. I'm not going to keep saying your full name. 
<laughs> That's totally uh, or, fine. or the word wrangler, which I'm sure a lot of people just call you by, hey, word wrangler. I, know. I, just uh, I mean, it, it happens. It happens. But uh, I, I do not have that big of an ego. So <laughs> I just I just tell everybody, say Antonio. There you go. I, uh, I was going to ask you a question before you jumped off. Um, so, I mean, you, you've gotten something like 12,000 followers, if not more. Um, how the hell did you start on this path? Uh, and you stop me if I'm wrong. You were never a brewer. Uh, no, yeah, I am a brewer. Yeah. Oh, you are. But yeah. You're also a yeah, yeah. comic. Uh, correct. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, okay. started, started in the industry 2011, 2012 ish. You're part towards the end of 2011. Okay. And then, um, basically, uh, after that, I mean, I just went at it for a few years and obviously you go through the whole process and, um, different stages. I mean, I've, I've had multiple roles uh, in the industry throughout the years, but I've primarily been a brewer um, and uh, moved to San Diego uh, just to try to pursue different brewing opportunities. And then from there, um, the I've always, you know, it was kind of like the past few years. I just was really, I had material written. I was trying to do stand-up. Um, it was something I really wanted to do. And then the stand-up scene in San Diego is like really, really cool. So the people are great. They're really supportive. Um, they have you know, like, uh, I don't even know how many clubs, but there's a lot of clubs around yeah. here and a lot of ways to, to come up and be involved. And, uh, long story short though, Wart Wrangler kind of came about because I was pissed off. I was going through a rough time in the San Diego scene. It was kind of like the city was chewing me up and spitting me out for a second there. And, uh, I just started ranting, started just kind of just going on my normal stuff. And, uh, you know, I have different viewpoints now, I think, and I'm definitely not as angry as I used to be. <laughs> But um, yeah, no, that's kind of what it came about. I was just kind of a pissed off brewer, frustrated, wanted to kind of start something for us. And then, uh, and then yeah, here we are, like a few thousand people later. And here we are, yeah. yeast or poop every day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those are, those are all, like, sometimes I mindlessly, uh, not sometimes, probably like 90% of the time, I mindlessly repost those because I already know what it's going to be. So at the end of like the video, it could totally have someone saying like, you know, just, uh, I kill children or something. <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't know. I, I totally would not know. It could, be, it could be like a, uh, yeah, exactly. It could be a, Easter uh, poop. 9-11 of... was an inside job. All the above. Yeah. Oh, no. It could totally do that. Oh, it could be someone, that? Somebody could totally be confessing a murder or their, their hate or some kind of, when is Grass coming on? Is Grass <laughs> I, I probably totally, what was that? No, uh, no it's, it's our inside uh, joke. Yeah, it, it's uh, <laughs> I probably screwed myself there because now people realize like, ah, oh, they're yep, gonna try to sneak in a little <laughs> secret, secret message at the end of the video. We are relatively <laughs> popular in New York, probably not uh, countrywide. So just watch out for the New York guys. They'll they'll tune oh, in. Yeah. Like, oh. I love the New York guys though. That's a uh, um, yeah, yeah. We we're gonna have <laughs> really uh, cool people. I was saying before the show we were supposed to have Chris on from Dubco, and he's been uh, wrangled a few times, or at least the brewery's been wrangled a few times. So yeah, wanted to have him come on and talk about the times he was wrangled. Uh, but he was <laughs> yeah. a busy man so uh no, mean, it's, a, it's a good time so many of these posts that come out how how do you first of all how do you sort through the ridiculous amounts of of dms and uh links and connections that you're probably getting and then how um, do you decide and how many of these the ones that you get per day just get fall by the wayside but they're probably gold because you just don't have the time in the day to sit there and post them all yeah, I mean, you know, so like primarily like most of the posts on the page are with me. Uh, I mean, I, I create them. I've, I've, uh, it's a weird background I have, but I know how to do graphic design. I know how to do all that. Um, uh, you know, in the, I work with different breweries too, making labels and everything. 
Um, but yeah, so I do primarily a good chunk. Like it's become part of my daily ritual now. It's usually morning and night, uh, unless I get hit with an idea in the middle of the day. And then uh, a lot of the people that do send stuff, um, yeah, there's there's a shit ton of people that, um, you know, no offense to them. Sometimes it's like, I, I that's why like, I, I know comedy is subjective and sometimes it's not for me. So then that's why I started like this big group chat uh called the 1k academy because basically if you make a post and uh, if you get more than a thousand likes on the page you just get a completely like free pin and kind of like little uh thing just inducted in this little hall of fame we, we created and uh yeah no it's um it, it's 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 a weird process normally like my morning is i catch up on dms there's yeah a couple hundred i have to deal with i just usually Jeez. just start my coffee yeah yeah it's kind of part of the morning ritual and then I just skip through, skip through, skip through. There's a couple dick pics in it. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I keep sending this to you. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, it's fine. It's fine. We should probably get that looked at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we uh, ahead of time. Exactly. Yeah, we um, pretty much. Yeah. So I, I just get a bunch of those a uh, bunch throughout the day. And it's kind of just I got to stay active with it. It's really taken up a good chunk of my day. Um, it. It's it's got its ups and its downs, but yeah, no, um, there is some that do fall by the wayside. There's some that I completely forget. There's some that, yeah, I mean, it's just uh, all kinds of stuff. It, it definitely there's no perfect way of dealing with it, though. <laughs> I do appreciate the uh, the new um, movement for triclamp for president. We, uh, oh yeah, it's fantastic, <laughs> and I'm sure that definitely helps when you are selling merch through the Wurt Wranglers website uh, for that. And I'm sure there's a bunch of brewers that would love that shirt to be around the brewery for the inside. Oh yeah. People. Yeah, no, it's definitely a good time. A lot of people liked it. Um, I'm already starting to get some uh, <laughs> different tags and comments because uh, people are claiming that it's calling out Pliny for president. I know <laughs> they had their like thing. Oh, so yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, it could be uh, it could be a thing. I don't know. It's all about what, what Russian, blah, Russian river wants to do. <laughs> <laughs> now, when did the, I'm up for a political you... debate any day. Yeah. <laughs> when did this first, uh, the, 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 the site the uh the social media accounts start um it was it's been going on two years it started i believe officially somewhere around october 2018 mm -hmm. give or take okay. somewhere around there so yeah. it's, i mean relatively new in the world it's not been around for 10 years or anything like that so no no it's pretty new it, it, it blew up kind of fast and super super fortunate so do uh so what brewery do you work for that was my question from before and i forgot it now i just remembered it yeah yeah i know everybody wants to know um so right now i do have i'm in the middle of a you know thing with obviously with covid and stuff full-time stuff but i mean primarily what my answer is going to be um i'm basically part-time right now with creative creature oh, uh, okay. brewing company yeah I'm yeah i'm surprised yeah, we actually so. got that <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 so we uh you know they're really good friends of mine they're really good family they were kind of the first brewery to really give me a uh a family here in um in uh, san diego because like i said I, I had a rough start i had a rough start when i first came to san diego and where would you come how from? so what was that well what, what? How, how was it a rough start yeah uh well there was some uh long story short i had some medical stuff going on that really ruined the job opportunity for me and uh, there's a whole thing. I mean, um, you know, legal, that's why I don't. 
try try clamps surgically removed from his hands before he could start getting the work done. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's it's the true beer Jesus. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. No, we basically, uh, yeah, it, it came over here and um, like I said, I that right now creative is kind of like the only one I will say like that my involvement with. But uh, for I know you know future posts and future jokes I make and future, um, you know, stuff on my, on the podcast. Um, I kind of keep every single brewery I've worked for kind of a secret, just, just to avoid any kind of legal action. Well, yeah. And, and <laughs> we kind of know how that goes around here. We're just going to keep it. At yeah. Uh, and, and yeah. really across the country too. We, we hear about our New York scene a lot, but, uh, it's happening all over the place and it's, it's tough. You're right. You gotta be careful. It's your, your source of income and it's your way of life. So you, you gotta kind of, keep it separate sometimes you yeah yeah plus it lets me make more jokes without people getting too butt right hurt, so right and it's all about the it's about comedy too in the end i mean no one can uh disguise or or confuse your work wrangler account with some straight up political stance partisan bipartisan yeah. nonsense i mean just it's it but people will they'll try they'll try to swing it one way or the other it's crazy Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It happens. Happens a lot. People, you know, I get, I've been accused of both. I've been accused of being a Trumper. I've been accused of being a hardcore, uh, libtard. I've been, I've been accused of, <laughs> of both sides. I'm a, I'm a pretty centralist. I'm just like the way, uh, the, one of my heroes, uh, Richard Jenny, I, I have his like stance forever. I, I mean, I know eventually I got, I'm going to start voting here, but, uh, Richard <laughs> Jenny had this amazing bit about being too far left and being too far right. And uh, you got to find himself. He would give really good description on each side. And he's like, but you got to find yourself right here in the center with me right here in the half ass. So you can bitch about whoever wins quote, yeah. like right there. But yeah, you so, want to be on an Island without anybody there. You just want to be there. I'm a man without an Island. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I, cause I completely see both sides. Like I love both sides. I have friends on both sides. I have close, I have people that I admire on both sides. I have heroes on both sides. It's something people are uh, getting really, really roused up about. And you know, I can imagine your, your replies to those posts be like, yeah, you got a point. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And like, wait, 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 I wanted more. Like, no, no, you, you got your point. It's a good job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys, uh, you, you started the, uh, the mash pit podcast. You're a couple episodes in. How did that come about? Yeah. So, uh, it was, I feel like it was the next step. I was, uh, war wrangler is constantly uh, evolving. I like to think, and, uh, I feel like it was our next step for content to put, put out something to entertain brewers. And, uh, that's kind of like at the end of the day, it's like, it's a, it's a hard job. It's definitely nothing glamorous. So I'd like to be involved with people's life and, uh, make them happy and just, you know, just get the giggles going. So I feel like the, the podcast was kind of the next step to that. Um, and uh, so basically I had this uh, kind of like ride or die kind of guy. He was with me from the very get go and I only had like 50 followers and we just became friends, just immediately became really open with each other. And then eventually one day we started gaming and I'm like, this conversation is like amazing. Like, let's, uh, you, let's just do a podcast. It was literally a drunken idea. I'm like, let's do it. He's like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. And then it became into more and more meetings and talking about it. And then uh, he invested in a good mic. I invested in studio equipment. I luckily was able at the time, like, um, you know, a brewer supply group, shout out to them. They, they provided me a little something. So I was able nice. to, to get a good start. Yeah. And, um, we, yeah. And then we just kind of, we just kind of kept it going from there. And, um, it's, it's been fun. It's been cool seeing like, uh, seeing the rankings on iTunes and everything. It's, it's super, super awesome seeing the support. Well, it definitely helps with the, the social media account and then just a natural, like you said, progression right over to yeah. the next thing, yeah. uh, in, in the studio, not in the studio, but in the virtual studio with us tonight, we have uh, the basic girl beer review girls, Alyssa and Chris. She, they're here with us too. Hell yeah. Yeah, I know. I saw that. Yeah. Excited. 
So Hi, uh, over here. <laughs> I, uh, what, what I was getting at here and, and what Antonio was saying is maybe that might be you guys' next step. It'd be great to see an all-girl podcast uh, about craft beer doing your same concept that you're doing in social media brought to life through uh, a podcast or a, whatever we do, multiple stream broadcasting, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Does ever consider something like that? Yeah, that. Absolutely. I say that because today I actually just picked up a new beer from Tom's River Brewing. And oh. the, when I read the can, I didn't get to look into it yet because I've been busy. But when I glint, glanced over the can, they're talking about um, supporting women in the brewing industry. And I thought it was really interesting. And there's a website to go to to check everything out, which again, I haven't done yet. But it's something I'd be interested to see what else, like what other opportunities there are for us in this industry just because we like beer and everyone here is really awesome. <laughs> well, I mean, and and yeah. now because all the, the technology has gotten to where we are right now, it would be easy for the two of you to do these virtual shows. Yeah. Um, yeah. We have a, uh, another podcast on our station, gubsradio.com. Um, Jen and Marla's uh, ageless adventures. It's a, uh, an older woman and a younger woman, and they talk about you know certain elements of life and, and stuff like that. But it's interesting, and it's the, the all female perspective is what I find interesting because I, I sit and listen to Joe Rogan, and I'll listen to you know Mark Marin, or I'll listen to Bill Burr, and I'll listen to comics and other guys, and they'll scientists and all that other stuff. But I very rarely just get to hear like an all girl thing and understand that perspective because I have trouble sometimes <laughs> understanding the perspective. Because I never get that. I know nothing. I know nothing. I don't. As I as I know nothing, and yeah. Pete knows not a thing. Less. Even, even less. less. Yeah. Probably yeah. less. And that's I the point. Def- like, I, would, I would definitely be interested in looking into it. This whole industry itself, especially what I have noticed, even in the beer Instagramming industry or social media beer industry, what you want to call it, is there's people like. I, I feel like the one thing that I love about Alyssa and I, especially with like my background and her background is that we do know a lot about beer and that we genuinely like to talk about it and genuinely like to drink it where there are people out there who just really do it for like, you know, the pictures and the, do it for the, gram. the half naked, you know, pictures on social media and stuff like that. And even in the fashion industry, I wasn't like that. So I try to be kind of, I try to go, kind of go away from that. Don't mind my cat here. Sorry guys. Um, I try to kind of go away from that. And I like the idea of being like a, um, you know, a woman in the beer industry who knows and has a knowledge of stuff like that. So that's something that I would love to like even look into in the future. Um, and, and there's do- also uh, big opportunities. We had the lady Brewsters here on long Island, a bunch of the non brewing employees uh, of brewers all in the North, uh, fork. Uh, the, the women came together um, and went through an entire brewing process and released that. Yeah, I obviously have the Pink Boot Society nationally um, and all those. And, and just in the entertainment industry or media industry, if you want to call it that, um, there's not too many. I, I mean, there's maybe a handful, if that, of, of that kind of thing. So that may be something you want to look into. Antonio, uh, you're on the West Coast. Um, yeah. So do, do you find uh, that, that strong female uh, presence in the brewing industry and or in the media industry? Um, you know, it's, it's changing. I think it's definitely evolving before I'll, I'll be honest, like not so much, uh, just with, you know, I mean, it was a predominantly, um, male industry kind of deal, but I feel like now with the way things are going and support and it, the support has been amazing. Um, like we just did an episode with Kim from, um, 
uh, Maui Brewing Company, head brewer there. She she was actually the the kind of the head honcho that started uh, St. Archer and got them off their feet. And yeah, like, yeah. yeah, she brought it. You know, she definitely brings the heat. And uh, there's more and more people like her uh, that are that are doing this. So uh, I feel like it's getting a lot stronger, and a lot more women are um, are joining. Yeah. So um i, I think it's definitely there. We, we need the balance we need i i do need the balance i mean having yeah i hate some sausage it. vest i think everybody yeah. does <laughs> yeah well it's not just that it's unless just, it's actual sausage that i'm like then, that, then I'm, that i'm here for that oh actual you better check your arteries <laughs> like some bratwurst your job and to get into brewing and doing all that kind of stuff i did well, it, 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 it it helps you keep telling Alyssa to quit her job and to get into like brewing and, and there you go Alyssa. <laughs> Just do it. Yeah, do it. No. Just, just I, quit I, the job. I, do it. Don't even give them two weeks' notice. Fuck them. Do they it. don't deserve you, Alyssa. I honestly, though, to be honest, I just never like. I mean, I've obviously drank beer since before I was even legally allowed to, and I feel like I just never thought that there was as much of an industry. Like I knew that there was a craft beer industry, but I didn't realize what it was until starting this page two months ago. Like I just. Yeah blew up so quickly and I can't like I never imagined as many possibilities to do something with it as there might be by by having our Instagram page like it just brought on all this information that I didn't know about so maybe maybe in the future we could do something else with it what was the first beer you drank because I I'm pretty confident mine's more embarrassing <laughs> uh first beer I think I actually kind of vividly remember drinking bottles of Miller Lite Okay. Yeah, I have that beat. How yeah. old were you? That's what too bad. Uh, like 16, 15. Yeah. You drank okay. a warm beer with That's a cigarette butt in it that your uncle put down in. <laughs> Legitimately, on. there is oh, I, somewhere in my parents' house, there's a picture of me like at five with like downing like a butt heavy. Yeah, but there, the, the, it's actually with the, the cigarette butt thing. I have a funny story about that really quick. Oh, I had no. a, uh, yeah, I had a, uh, I had a buddy who um that we were you know, we were in high school and this was how sick he was he would like collect all like his cans from his stepdad that would drink and throw cigarette butts and collect them all collect it all in a bucket and then chug that and get drunk on like Friday. oh god that's like swallowing dip you're gonna just yeah it's like basically the shots that we call at the bar they're called dirty jerseys where you yes. oh yeah and you put yes. it up. Uh, the yeah. leftovers of all the shakers they go in a bucket and at the end of the night oh. he's doing the bucket we always give them like the annoying customers that would that would like <laughs> Oh, so bad. So oh no, this is this is that's the, the top top shelf shit. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> shake it up, uh, Anthony uh, Antonio. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say Ant, but then I was going to Anthony, and then I go to Antonio. So anyway, uh, <laughs> either way, the, uh, they both the, work. The scene out there. I mean, you went to the mecca of of pretty much craft beer, besides maybe Colorado, or there's a couple others that would rival it. But I mean, San Diego is the epicenter. So how did how have you seen the scene transform in the last few years? Uh, in regards to saturation or anything like that out by you? Oh, it's, uh, I feel like that's what really developed the hype scene of like having hype beer and pastry stouts. And we really pushed it to the, to the limits with, um, with all that. I feel like there's a lot more uh, innovation. It's not so much before it was really chill before you used to, um, I would go to any brewery. Most likely it would look like I'm in a garage and that'd be that here's our IPA. Here's our red. Here it is. Boom. It's done. It's clean. Uh, nowadays, everybody has to make. Everybody's fighting for for those, uh, you know, for those uh, seats to be taken up. Yep. So you see a lot more, you know, innovation with tasting rooms and making, 
things, you know, more events, more trivia stuff, a midget wrestling. There's all kinds of stuff <laughs> people are doing to really get happening. those numbers up and sticking, you know, $4,000 worth of uh, vanilla in your beer. Um, there's, you know, where, where is the line of- between innovation and just s- silliness? Where, where is that line for you? Do you think? I don't know. I mean, I, I'm nobody to really tell. I think, when to me, I mean, I'm a straight, I'm a straight you. whore for the dollar. So I, I'll be, I'll be what it takes. Antonio, at first, what's I thought you dumbest, were literally what's describing. What's the dumbest adjunct you've ever used? <laughs> yeah. What's the what? What's the dumbest adjunct you've ever used in a beer? Um, or, or you've dumbest... seen used. We'll put it that way. You've seen used. Seen used. I mean, seen seen used. Uh, I mean, I think the mustard thing that was pretty gross, right? With Oscar what? Oscar Blues. Dirty water dog beer. Yes. Yeah, I thought that was like a fucking joke. No, it really existed. (laughs) And then, like, I saw a couple other posts, and like, like that's that's a thing. Yeah, I'm actually trying to get my hands on it for the podcast. I've been really working hard to try to get my hands. Great review, girls. You do the dirty water dog beer. I mean, I would try just Chris, and that's absolutely the right face. Yeah, (laughs) so are the Rocky Mountain oysters. That's not a a good thing either. Wait, it's really with mustard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I like mustard, and I still wouldn't drink that. <laughs> mustard seed, yeah. or is it like just straight up gluten's brown? I, I talked to the brewers there, and they said it's straight up French's yellow Get mustard. Get the fuck out of here! Yeah, I'm yeah, so yeah. curious about that brew process, though. Yeah, it's just I, a typical brew process, and they put it in secondary. So it was already done. It was already fermented. It didn't get boiled out. It was literally just fresh ass mustard from French's dumped fuck. in there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even That's like French's wild. by itself, but. I th- I I would have like without hearing that I would have assumed like just straight mustard powder at some point because yeah. I, I, you would think I'm the oil step it up a notch. You guys are East Coast, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a beer with mufalata sauce. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That that'll take it to the next level. I what I was saying before, Antonio, was it when you were first describing uh, the scene as it early on? You did, literally described Steve's old brewery. To the T. Yeah. The pa- pastry stouts in a garage. Pretty much that was, yeah. that was barrages. Was, uh, and Snickers bars. Snickers bars. bars and freaking s'mores. And before, before everybody was doing it. Yep. Yeah. At least out here. Yeah. I mean, I, like, I'm sure that scene was highly developed out there early on. Where, where is it? Where is it going now? Um, I think right now it's as in, I mean, we don't know, you know, what, what, covid with what tasting rooms are going to be looking like here but i definitely know the can innovations blowing up a lot more online orders yeah i I think it's just going to lean towards that way a lot more um unfortunately like the bigger dogs are the ones that are probably going to win the battle of uh, who's going to be drinking the core beers out in the market so you know when it comes to you can't just put a pilsner out anymore in a can and be like a medium small brewery anymore it doesn't really do too too well i I think from what i've seen I feel like, um, like you know, like creative has got it done right. They're, they're uh, don't blowing it up, and um, I have my hand doing the hype thing. Dude, sure, I'm I have so curious hand. to try that. I, I didn't want to. I wanted to like actually savor that beer, so I didn't. I didn't. I drank bring it, it out. Was the first one. Yep. First it was, one. It's it a, sounds uh, real like it's a Sapporo. I fucking love. So. So I have oh, a uh, sloggers. Yeah. yeah. This one um, came from Outer Light Brewing Company in um, Groton, Connecticut. Gro- I, was, I, still, I still think they're saying it wrong. But I, they, they, they live there. I'm sorry. Anyway. They're wrong. Um, so it, it's Suzuki Roding. Death. It's a Japanese-style rice lager. It's the first one I had when I uh, sat down, and it is now the first one I have tonight, and it's still good. It's, uh, 
I love yes. Japanese beer. Japanese beer is great. They have. I'm, I'm so curious. Great, great uh, lagers there. Pilsner, same thing. But you're right. They they don't sell like obviously what everything else is selling from the New Englands and the IPAs in the West. Hey, so, boys. You guys, uh, Antonio, you guys have that haze craze out there. Are you still strong with the West Coast? Oh, no. Haze craze is definitely it's, – it's there. It's still there. But, I mean, uh, West Coast is coming back, though, because we kind of are – I think a lot of uh, locals are really missing it, and a lot of locals really want that clean, crisp, obviously, you know, West Coast piney finish, floral, you know, citrus, all that good stuff. But uh, the hazy is still – yeah, it's a staple for a lot of breweries right now. It's here to I, I am a sucker for, uh, for hazy beers. I don't do well with, uh, with those West coast IPAs and it makes me feel less than, uh, and I'm okay with it. Like, it makes <laughs> less, me feel yeah. like less a little person? bitch who likes <laughs> these, these terrible, terrible beers, but that, yeah, that no, the you nice, like what you nice like. Lager. That's and it. Do yeah, you want. Zero you apologies. Want. Unless you like the IPAs out of the two, the two of you, you're the IPA girl. I like the IPAs, and I've actually been like very into the hazy IPAs lately, also. Yeah. Um, and I like go to my go to. Yeah, I don't. Even, I can't. I don't even think I could pick one. There's just so many that I really enjoy. Um, but I am curious. Uh, over on the West Coast, are a lot of the breweries out there starting to do seltzers now? Also, because I've noticed it popping up here a lot lately. Oh, for fuck's sake, right? It's, well, I, it's like not taking over, but I feel like it could potentially go in that direction. And so I'm curious if it's like that everywhere else. We're, or that's we're, pretty, we're pretty close to that uh, in New York and on and, and Long Island. Um, every brewery's doing one or two or more. And some mm-hmm. of them are mass producing them and putting them in out everywhere. Nationwide. So, yeah. I, I mean, like, it's not something I'd ever drink, but like, I can't fault. Like, it seems like a license to print fucking money. So why yeah. wouldn't you? <laughs> well, it's, it's just interesting. I feel like you pride yourself on being brewing beers, and now I mean, I mean, who wouldn't? Hey, but, especially in these times, you got to keep the fucking doors open. So you do, and that's what's selling right now. It's just crazy. It's just interesting. I was just curious if it's like that on the West Coast, also with the breweries. Uh, I'll give you a story. Well, maybe he, he hopped off for a second, but. Um, oh, no, uh, I'm, I'm oh, right sorry. here. I'm sorry. It was, no, I think sorry. it was, uh, I was that last bit of audio, uh, like right before that kind of cut off. What was the question? Uh, it was, it's, if you got, Melissa, got. Oh, just, are there a lot of the West coast breweries starting to come out with seltzers now as well? Oh yeah. Yeah. That's actually the new, yep. That's, I would say, well, hazy was like blew up first and then everybody, of course you got to have like two or three hazies on. Um, and then now seltzer is like, yeah, it's mandatory. Like everybody has at least like one, I would say most, most breweries, like 95% of breweries here, like you're going to find a, a seltzer, seltzer on for sure. So, okay. uh, and I'll tell you probably how I see it from the standpoint of when I was in college, you know, obviously we go out and get a bunch of Bud Lights and whatever it was you could find for a 30 pack that's cheap. Now uh, I went to a, a college graduation party a few weeks ago, every single kid, guys and girls aren't showing up with Bud Light. There's no beer. It's all, it's all seltzer. Every yeah. single one of them have seltzer. So yeah. it's kind of the, 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 that wave going into the younger crowds, the college crowds that are making it probably more popular. Uh, and as they're in the last few years graduating and getting into being actually 21 to 30, it's the thing that they drink because 
apparently they think it means you're not going to gain a single ounce of weight. A low cal or something, or they uh, might be. I don't know. They're still alcohol. It's uh, alcohol still has to be processed. There's a grapefruit. I, I when the the fucking grapefruit truly your wife wrote over is still in the fridge, Mike. So good. I just want to good. It's going to stay there forever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm what were you saying? I used to make fun of people at my bar that when we used to, uh, people could order like, coolers of White Claw for mm-hmm. like $200, literally. And I used to make fun of everyone that used to drink them. But I'm a very avid CrossFitter and like I count my macros and I, and beer is like not, I know that's crazy. It's whatever. That's what, just, you can't, what are macros? Because <laughs> that's, I, I, I'm sure what, what I think of a macro very different than what you think of a macro. <laughs> it's just like it's just like you're counting your food calories basically. So like for someone like me, like I have to have twenty five hundred calories in a day in order to gain muscle and weight and like be able to like lift heavier and stuff like that. So like I see for me, it's a list of series of commands in a control system that'll tell the TV to do this. <laughs> That's a macro. That's a macro. Yeah. That's a macro. And in regards so, like, to calories, Pete's not counting. I'm just throwing it out yeah. there. Obviously. <laughs> like in the past like year and a half when I started competing in CrossFit and doing smaller competitions and stuff like that, seltzers were better for me to drink other than beer because they are in lower calories. And I count that into my, it's better than drinking like a 300 calorie or 200 calorie beer sometimes. So for me, I've appreciated some of the seltzers that have come out. Don't get me wrong, love my beer i will never go away from beer i will love it forever but there are those days when the seltzer is okay for sure it's like Our you're writing a, a, very high in protein and therefore great for crossfitters <laughs> <laughs> or is that a room right for maybe that's what needs to come out next is a high protein beer that so sounds gross. Yeah. <laughs> I just picture something like thick, cream, like creatine, weird kind of those nasty flavors. That'd be cool though. Kristen, I, was, I, I was imagining you write a letter it like ripped, a civil war. Ripped and ripped at the same time. Yeah. I was picturing you writing a letter to your beer on the front lines in the civil war. To my dearest love, <laughs> I will never leave you. I will never. Honestly, though, that I'm imagining a, a brewery on Long Island that has recently got into some uh, a kerfluffle mm. that came out with like a lifestyle beer like that, mm-hmm. where it's eating with uh, all of us. White Claw, Miller High Life, or whatever. No, uh, not High Life. Michelob Ultra. They're competing with Michelob Ultra. Oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. the uh, well, yeah, Mick, yeah, yeah. Mick Ultra is known for like so a lot of my f- being being from New York and like obviously living in the city and working out in the city and stuff like that it holds like the fitness beer it's a low calorie beer so all of their instagram are all fitness people who drink it after they work out which is insane to me but yeah Yeah, doesn't doesn't all like bodybuilders do that you know you you get done working out absolutely and just drink a diuretic of shit beer yeah i mean mick lights you're good to go makes total sense to me fat guy that I am, but whatever. <laughs> um, Antonio. So, I mean, you have, uh, the podcast, you have the, uh, the, the social media page you're doing standup. Uh, you said, you know, San Diego, La Jolla even has a great club. Um, what is this? So we broadcast in our studio, usually from governor's comedy club in Levittown, Long Island, the biggest and the baddest comedy club on Long Island. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. And, um, 
you know, the, the, them reopening is a very difficult and uh, kind of like a tightrope they're walking to try to get the business started back up. What's this, the comedy scene like out there in San Diego? Are they open? Are they closed? What are they trying to do? Um, I think it's mostly closed from what I can tell. We try to like uh, my, I guess what I consider like home base for me, comedy club wise is American comedy co over here. Um, they, uh, yeah, they, they try to do some outside stuff. Uh, you know, we try to change the thing to we're protesters and not comedians. (laughs) So we we tried doing that. Yeah. That made the local news. That was cool. This this is a, Um, uh, a religious ceremony and and (laughs) we could do what we want. We're praising Zeno. (laughs) <laughs> I think uh, I think that's what they're trying to do. Nate, Nathan Donovan, he's the he's the host there, doing he you know does a lot of stuff. I, I think they might be trying to do something like that next. Hmm. But uh, yeah, so they have a. I mean, there's that, but it's not not so much right now. The comedy clubs are kind of non-existent. And to be honest, this is the yeah I've been going on a really long stretch of not. Uh, that's also kind of another reason too for the podcast is to just say some shit, you know, like uh, work to, some stuff out, work some stuff out. Still trying to uh, without you know like since I haven't been able to, to be on stage, I haven't gone on stage probably since like, um, yeah, I want to say late February. I think that's probably the last time I actually been like on stage. It's been a long time. Hmm. The, uh, what's interesting is, you know, San Diego usually, uh, has the reputation of being bright and sunny and beautiful all the time. So mm-hmm. between the comedy and the breweries, are they adapting by just moving everyone outside? I know California had their problems and rolled back a little bit. What, what's the overall yeah. situation out there? So it's been like a lot of a uh, lot of outside movement. Um, a lot of people are doing these uh, ABC permits to extend your um, area. You still got to fence it off. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a hundred dollars. Uh, hold up, that's not oh, bad. I had a burp. Yeah, it's like a hundred bucks. Um, yeah, you fill that out and uh, put the barriers up. Uh, I think it's like a twenty-four hour waiting period right now too. It's actually pretty quick. And uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of people are expanding their outsides for right now. Um, comedy scene. Yeah, like I said. It, these clubs are, you know, in really tight parts. So it's like in downtown and stuff, there's not really any room to do anything. So yeah, but breweries are moving outside for sure. Girls, you, uh, you guys are from different parts of the country, yet it is summer, no matter where you go. How are uh, breweries adapting by you guys and, and places of business to kind of get outside and be outside in order to c- continue conducting business? By me, really well at, at the Jersey Shore. Um, everything has been very... For the most part, all the breweries I typically go to are open and have accommodated outdoor seating, um, with the exception of Icarus, like we were talking about before. Not that they have, I mean, they're doing what they can do. I just, I'd like to be able to go there and really hang out and whatever, and I haven't been able to do, like, we wanted to do that while Kristen was still home, and obviously we were not able to. Yeah. Um, it might be different now, though. I haven't, I was trying to get her there while she was still here, but it didn't work out. But for the most part, everything's been um adapting to everything that's going on and i've really enjoyed it because i like hanging outside and drinking the beers especially where we live it's great to just be outside and doing it so nice yeah it's a little different here in Spain. we actually are allowed to sit inside places here um with restrictions obviously but a lot of the so the one brewery here that i can sit inside is alpha brewing which we were able to sit inside but a lot of the breweries here would rather everyone be outside so they set up kind of extra stuff outside um to most of the stuff but we are different where i know other than where you guys are and in california and san diego which i love san diego it's literally my favorite place in the whole entire world um yeah yeah, we can be inside like i've eaten inside i've been in breweries inside like it's we're a little different out here on the mississippi so yeah 
Mississippi. I, <laughs> I know comes out real well. Well, even for like uh, even up here in the Northeast, you know, Long Island's pretty strict. Uh, New York in general, there's a definite percentage capacity. But even going into New Jersey or even in Connecticut, I find it's kind of loosened up a little more. Um, not crazy, not like unsafe, but you know, it, it's kind of different. So it's just fun to hear about kind of where things are at in, in the uh, thing. I think what's great about what's going on too is it's forcing people outside, forcing businesses now to produce outside spaces, which mm -hmm. like you said, I, I love being outside. I mean, as long as it's not 22 degrees, I'll go outside in the fall, uh, sit by a, in a campfire or anything like that. It's awesome. I'm a little worried what's going to happen in the winter. Like I've actually really been thinking a lot about it lately. I'm getting a little depressed thinking about it. Cause I'm like, everything's going to have to shut down again. Yep. But I mean, hopefully everyone can figure something out. Maybe heat lamps. I don't know. I heard it's going to be a cold winter though. So we'll see. Maybe everyone wears a fucking mask. Who knows? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I was home. We, Alyssa and I were in Shelter Island, New York. My family has a house out there for oh, a little nice. bit. We were in bars, Alyssa. We were playing pool and stuff out there. We were, which is weird because being here, like not far from there, everything is closed indoors still. Yeah. But yeah, we were, we were inside a lot of places there actually. Yeah, not we went to a couple of, uh, safely went to bars, a couple places out there. So yeah, that no, sounds I'm on brand for the East End. Yeah, <laughs> uh, all right. I mean, it, it's a lower population out there. I don't know what Shelter Island's numbers were. So, uh, I mean, you know, like even... Did. Yeah. yeah, I mean, in Fire Island had zero cases, and I was there for a week, and it felt good. But the tourist problem is what you know people are worried about. Yeah, uh, yeah. the Absolutely. commuting. Yeah, we get all those dirty LA people coming down. Right, <laughs> that stupid just shut. I down was the excited. Whole Nassau County, where I'm from, was was like neck and neck with uh, California for case count for a while. The whole state, uh, but not anymore. Not no more. I gotta throw in there. I do. I love you. I love uh, L.A. I love you, L.A. people. I was just talking about. <laughs> I got a lot of L.A. friends. A lot of L.A. followers. So <laughs> probably he was he was that close. Yeah, so. that close to getting more dick pics on his. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you yeah, like tomorrow. dick pics, do you, asshole? <laughs> okay, you want some LA dick then? Okay, how about that? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I do love. I love the people in LA. I just I get so stressed out with the traffic, and I don't know yeah. how they can deal with that every day. It's that that one highway going down. Uh, it you know it was an hour drive. It's not an hour drive. It took like two and a half hours. Uh, but either way, once you get down there, everything's just more spread out and and seem more yeah. relaxed so that's I, I get it i get it i oh, yeah. uh oh, yeah. i'm wondering if it you know just because uh, and what you guys were saying about shelter island i'm wondering if it's just a, a population concept when you feel like you're less stressed less traffic less people it feels yeah. like you know safer and yeah. i think there are going to be people across the country that are going to be in the winter looking for places like that that are just less people people are going to yeah. try to get away but like, so my mom is immune compromised. Like she has lupus and stuff. So she's oh, no. been out Island for, she was out there for a couple months and like has been going back and forth just to kind of get away. Um, I know like bars and like stuff on Shelter Island were not really open. The brewery is open. Shelter Island Brewery. Alyssa and I unfortunately didn't get to go when we were there. But we have, Pale Ales. Yeah, we, melt, we met him. He actually uh, contract brews at yeah. Long Island. In oh, really? Yeah. Yep. Oh, that's so cool. I didn't know that. But yes, we, we went over to Greenport for a couple of times just to kind of get out a little bit because we both have been cooped up or whatever. 
and we had a good time, but like you said, like the population definitely is, but then at that point too, Alyssa, there was a lot of people at bars at some, at some point. I know, it's funny to that because I'm, I'm really thinking about now being out here and everywhere here. Uh, there's not been anything that I've done indoors, but when we were in Shelter Island, there was kind of a lot of stuff open indoors, so it's very different, even yeah. though it's not far. Am I, like I said, it's a sense of community. Yeah, it's pro it probably has a lot to do with the population. I'm curious to see what happens here in the fall if a lot of our tourism will kind of linger here because I keep reading about how uh, New Yorkers are fleeing New York, basically, and the rent is starting to go down there because they don't need to live there anymore because they're working from home. So that should be really interesting to see how that affects us where we live because apparently all the houses are also flying off the market down here. And I'm imagining that a lot of the New Yorkers are coming down here now. So, um, I don't know. should be interesting to see what happens. Antonio, do you have a, uh, a movement of people? And, and if they do, are they coming in or are they going out? And where are they going? It's hard to tell because I actually, I'm in the process right now. I, uh, we recently found a mold in our apartment. So, we're trying to figure that whole situation out. Yeah, so um, we're waiting for, I, I do, because we're now we're constantly checking out. So obviously we're asking for a new unit. And um, yeah, I see new units popping up all the time, but, but I see them going away really fast. So it's really hard to tell. Um, I do see my neighbors. I do see a lot of movement. Like I said, I leave, see people leaving, but then I see people coming right back in. So yeah, I, I, even out here on Long Island, I noticed the housing market just skyrocketing. A house like mine that was, let's say, worth um, like 400000 is now worth 600000 or it's going for... I'm like, I'm going to sell my house now. I'm just going to move to like Sweden. Fuck it, I'm out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're buying a house right now. We're closing in like a month. And, and now, did so. you, you feel like you got a, a decent deal on it or are you suffering from maybe the, some of the skyrocketing prices? No, I mean, it was a house that had to be worked on and, and like we were fortunate enough where my boyfriend's family bought it and then they read and they're selling it to us nice. so that okay. did help us a lot but we got like very good price for it so good yeah now you are you buy a, a body of water because i know the mississippi floods every so often i don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> is it is it raised um we flood here a lot because because yeah. we're right in the middle of mississippi and the missouri river so especially during seasons like this like it literally was so sunny out and then i was staring outside and it started downpouring out of nowhere i had no idea it was going to rain today it comes out of nowhere. So yeah. we do flood pretty crazy here, but it's more of in the county. The Mississippi floods, but the banks are kind of high. I don't really know. I only know the Atlantic Ocean. That's, that's the know. right answer. That's <laughs> the right answer. Yeah. But, By the way, I mean, this, this fucking amber from Outer Lights. Yeah. Terrific. Yeah. That's what I said. Sorry, Kristen, <laughs> we, we cut you off when we talked. The, the whole, I know, Antonio, you're doing your podcast on Zooms, right? Um, I actually have a different kind of setup. It's uh, we see, we look at each other on Skype and we okay. connect like that. So we actually can feel like we're hanging out with each other. Yeah. Um, but then I use a separate uh, thing, which is I recommend it to anybody, you know, if they're looking into podcasting, um, it's Zencaster. That's what I use for all the audio. I send yeah. them a link on Caster and then I, we look at each other on Skype, but Zencaster records everybody locally to whatever their computer. So if, if they're on a mic or whatever, or even just on their headphones. It records them and then it sends me a separate track of each person on Google Drive. And then so you that's what I'm able to oh, kind of make it together. together. Yeah. Here's a similar oh, cool. thing, uh, plug in through uh, Pro Tools. Uh, I, I do audio production, obviously. I have, if you could see me, I have the mic. Yeah, uh, yeah. Similar, similar concept. But um, I, I find that sometimes, well, because I'm doing 
the Zoom just to see each other. Then I'm doing the rebroadcast of the Zoom using OBS, Tech Talk with Mike, by the way. And then uh, I have to then send that out to a rebroadcasting system to then add a whole nother program that's doing another collection like that will start stressing my system. I tried it one time with a different podcast I helped produce and it just, it was crashing all over the place. So I guess oh, your, wow. your, your concept of what you're doing with the Skype as a separate thing probably worked out a lot better. I got too much yeah. command control here to do it, to do live broadcasting to three different platforms. Cause we are yeah, we're live uh, right now on Facebook. We're live on YouTube and we are live on govsradio.com. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's exciting. <laughs> It's a, uh, I could totally say something to ruin my career. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> Please do. No, no, no. Don't really? do Don't tempt him. Right now, so. Don't tempt him. Uh, yeah, I got the brown guy card. Do. I can so say stuff. <laughs> there you go. Bingo. It just says word wrangler, Antonio. So who knows who Antonio is? It could be anybody. Exactly. No, I'm sure there are a lot of Antonios that work for Creative Culture Brewing part time. So. <laughs> you had to read you had to say it again. <laughs> it doesn't have to, you know. It's very non-specific. Again, thank you to. That's our a great life. name for a beer, by the way, isn't it, Steve? Juicy, Juicy bullshit. Juicy bullshit. I, I actually have an idea for a beer right now. If anybody's listening, I'm I'm willing to do because I, I just really like the artwork, and I, I made this artwork of a hot working. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We are actually going to be brewing a beer. Uh, Pete and Steve and I up in Massachusetts uh -huh. in two weeks. Ooh. Ooh. So the first one we have locked and loaded, it's called, I'm not, we don't, I'm not going to tell you the name, but we're going to be doing a, uh, a seasonal beer for the show. Oh. Okay. Then the second beer we're going to be doing, we have not really locked down a name. So I'm interested in your concept and maybe if it it's has- a hop, It's a hop twerking, did you say? Yeah, so well, Sold. I did this. Uh, it's a sticker design that uh, I did have it on my on my site, but it's called because you know Montoka hops, but mm -hmm. it's called Motorka. Yeah, um, right. <laughs> Saw that. Yep. Yep. I'm we, on board. Uh, yeah, but what I wanted to do was I just wanted to take the artwork from that hop, and with everything going on right now with that whole WAP song, the WAP song from Cardi B, why don't oh. I actually do WAB, what wet ass beer, or even keep it WAP, <laughs> wet ass pour. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just an idea. I just thought. And girls like us would buy it. I would buy it. <laughs> it's it's a good time. I mean, the hop, you know, it's twerking. It's biting its lip. It's a good time. Yes, I love that. We were talking to Alyssa before. She loves pretty can art, so that's that's right up her alley. She's so. Uh, so when you go into a beer store, Alyssa, are you looking for like the brightest color, the coolest design? What what's the first thing that stands out to you? Um, with the, oh. color, the design, I would say. I'm, I'm definitely a fan of design. Um, Who do you think has the best can art? Is there a brewery you gravitate towards because their collective, can art is on point? Collective Arts. They have a lot of really interesting cans. I like uh, them because they partner with artists around, I'm pretty sure around Canada and the U.S. Yep. And that's kind of how they get their art. And I feel like we were really drawn to them when we first started. That was our first beer to try. Every time I go to the liquor store, I'm looking at a can and I pick it up. I'm like, this has to be them. And it is because <laughs> if their artwork is, it's just people like norm, you and I, normal people who are actually good at art, but that are drawing up stuff and they're getting not featured cans and it's no. awesome. Yeah, it's not me. <laughs> I don't know if you brought attention to this, but I saw it out there. Did you see the um, coffee shop? 
that did the mural that looked exactly like oh, Mickler. Uh, that was on Worst Beer Blog. That was, oh, was? fucking okay. great. I mean, the comments there exactly are like amazing. Mickler's freaking guys. It is. It's a total ripoff. I'm influenced by you. You know. <laughs> Thanks so much. Or for the, rather, uh... I ripped you off. Whatever. Tomato, <laughs> tomato. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. Yes. Check I mean, it out. But that's the kind of stuff that's going on, though, too. You have those artists, and they come up with very original, unique, uh, branding-based designs. And then it only takes, like, a little tweak, and someone will just use it. And it's, it's, yeah. that definitely does hurt the, the brewery, the artist community, and, and just, I guess, real people in general. Because it's, yeah. it's their work, their thought, their idea, their hard work. Um, well, I I find myself with a lot of the breweries in starting this page, I'm noticing rather than rating just the beers themselves, which obviously I like beer already. We already know that. I find myself rating the breweries a lot yeah. and like how they treat their customers. And then even like what you just said, like what they're doing to feature like a lot of like local artists or people. And there's another brewery down um, by us in Point Pleasant Beach called Last Wave Brewery. And they had a lot of like local artists do their can art. And it's just, it's a really good testament to how they operate their company. And like, I don't know, it makes, even if their beer, like a brewery might not be my favorite beer, if they're treating their employees well and they're treating their customers really well and they're like hiring local people to do their work, I'm automatically like lured into that. Like I, I just, I want to support that because I feel like they have a good head on their shoulders and I don't know. Antonio, you said you had a uh, design background. Have you ever done any can art? Yeah. So I actually, that's a, I haven't really released the official like advertisement of it yet, but I've been doing this for a few, um, been designing for a little while now, but I've recently just felt good enough to start doing, doing stuff with different breweries. But yeah, no, I've been actually doing label art for breweries for a little while now. Um, and uh, yeah, I just recently put it on the site. So I'm actually uh, releasing a uh, super affordable flat rate thing for, for breweries to have like cool art and they get to, you know, I you know, like to give, try to give them a little promo and push them and stuff like that. Um, right now I'm doing uh, some stuff with Blackstack um, I believe they're in Minnesota. I got some stuff going on with a brewery in London. Going to be doing their like core IPA. Um, wow, that's cool. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. And doing some uh, stuff. I mean, I've done stuff. I'm always ongoing with obviously with creative. That's, that's, uh, we got new stuff coming out. Um, I have some stuff going on there. Yeah. So I'm like in the middle of a few projects right now. Um, it's, it's definitely something I'm, uh, it's, uh, becoming kind of a, a thing to incorporate in my daily schedule. So it's, you know, like memes, podcasting and, uh, merchandise. And then now, you know, doing, uh, label work, working with different breweries. This sounds like you're exhausting. You're an exhausting. <laughs> it oh, can Steve, be, it can be. Steve, uh, kind of he's so, so exhausted. He's like, I'm out. I can't do it anymore. No, he, like, uh, he got just not got knocked, knocked out with power. It's, uh, is actual power. It's storming here. I don't know about oh, down is by it? you. No, but... it's not storming by me. Not yet. Yeah, I mean, no, it's thunder uh, outside. Away, but... My dog is uh, cowering slash shitting in his crate right now. So <laughs> it's for real. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Antonio, what what is, uh, what styles do you like to brew? And does that differ from what styles you like to drink? Um, I would say not so much. Uh, 
it's 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 a it's a you know I'm, i don't know it's it's a weird one because brewing wise i do like to do uh clean pale ales like pale ales is like my favorite thing i'd say yeah that probably is because i'm definitely a lager guy number one but then um, yeah. clean piney pale ales. i do like i do like hazies but hazies for me is like the beginning of the night and then i jump into my clean stuff um like it yeah so that's kind of uh you know where i'm at with that but yeah no me um i would say my favorite actual style is i do just really enjoy some clean style like pale ales and uh some you know dry hopping pale ales and having some some fun there but um i'll say that and then second best is definitely any kind of saison i just love to do saisons ah, oh yeah go. i'm here for that yeah. girls you got so that's I, mean, I, I find like myself in uh, juxtaposition so like I'm such like a little hype bitch with these like haze boys and like the haziest, silliest, juiciest. Give me like a cup of fucking orange juice as a beer. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm all on board with that. But like, I love traditional Belgian styles, saisons all summer long. That's my jam. Uh, So I, I, I don't know. I, I find it very weird. Like I want something like Julius, uh, but I also want like, a really refreshing and like funky sort of saison. Chris and Alyssa, do you guys dabble into the saisons because they're a little different than your normal, you know, like really yeasty beer or bready beer or we want to call it or hoppy like, beer if you don't like the West? Yeah, no, I, I feel like we both really will try pretty much anything and everything at least once. And then like I just gravitate towards the IPs and she just goes towards the sours. But yeah, I'll try it all. I mean, I just had a really good, uh, it was a chamomile saison, and it was, it was, it's from this brewery called Perennial, which is out here in St. Louis, and I just went there the other day, it's in the weirdest location, because St. Louis goes from, like, like one street to the next street, Um, (laughs) and it was, it was in the weirdest location, but the brewery itself was beautiful, and I unfortunately only was able to have one beer there, because then it started pouring raining out, but um, yeah, it was great. Perennial is uh, pretty well known it. for their their yeah, uh, sours. Which one? Perennial is well known for their sours. I think one I of the, my first their- sours are from them. Yeah, I haven't had sours. I think when I I had the perennial when I was I had their saison when I was home. I like reviewed it here, and then I think I had an ale when I was a pale ale when I was there. I forget. It was just so fast because it started raining really fast. So mm. I like chugged it and then like left. Speaking of raining, Steve, you lost power over there. There we go, bro. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> took a lightning strike right outside and uh power went off for a few moments no uh no wi-fi so i'm just using my my data now kevin the wi-fi is out the wi-fi is out (laughs) i um i what i was going and talking about just while you were gone is uh our love for the saison love them love it's my jam yeah well, we had uh, last weekend, we had some Saison DuPont, mm-hmm. which was Ooh, phenomenal. How do we feel about like the slushy sours and like those like new things coming out? I'm I a have sucker for it. it. Yeah. No, I, I mean, it. I got to try it. I, I There's a yeah. couple that I've had that were good. I mean, even like the milkshake IPAs are a little too thick for an IPA for me, but yeah. I'm going to try it, especially if it says it's uh, key, uh, key lime and mango and marshmallow milkshake IPA. I'm like, yeah. It's easier to, to justify dessert. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the way, because a dessert, you know, you have like a candy bar, you're just like, I shouldn't be eating that right now. It's not, you know, it's not my cheat day or whatever. But then when, when it comes to that, I'm like, wow, it gets me drunk. Like, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's actually that's, a great uh, tagline for, for a beer. 
<laughs> it's easy to justify. I, I, I can't get enough. I can't get enough of that hype stuff. I mean, I can't drink a whole bunch of it, but I definitely like, yeah, like five ounce fours, 10 ounce fours of like the, yeah, the thickest pastry style with chocolate vanilla beans. I love that. Like all the fruity stuff. Like, um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm all about it. So are one you of the drinking places- anything right now? What's that? What are you drinking right now? Uh, actually, uh, taking it easy. Anchor Lager. There you go. Crispy Anchor, Boy. Yeah. One of the older yeah, crispy uh, boy breweries right on the West Coast from uh, San Francisco, correct? Yeah. 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 Good, good people. Love all of those people. They've been around for God forever. They had a, yes. uh, they had a 1849, uh, remember, baby. 1849. And, and they still not the oldest brewery in, in the United States. According uh, to the yeah, no, I don't, I don't think so something like that i know they're like uh, it's a weird one because i think they are considered technically like the first craft brewery to really get going. yeah dude i don't give a shit what if you call it groton or groton but fucking <laughs> this uh this amber from outer light yep. yep is is the balls lonesome boatman which i delicious. am loving it i'm not a good influencer either Alyssa, so yeah, i'm like <laughs> Which way is my camera turn? I don't know. Like, I don't know where to put this. I'm, I'm just drinking it. <laughs> I don't know where to put it. Put it in your mouth and drink it. There we go. Cheers. <laughs> the last time I, I had like a stack like this, Graz is on the program and we almost got uh, canceled culture. Yes, we so. sure almost did. Uh, opposite canceled culture, actually, because that's not really the cancel culture wasn't going to. It was a cancel culture looking to cancel culture us. <laughs> oh, so you're like next level cancel culture? Uh, yeah, Almost. we were inception cancel culture. You, <laughs> yeah, we were talking like you just reinvent. That's what we, we were talking about on the podcast. We were talking about uh, um, potato salad. And uh, this one comic I was talking to, pa- pa- uh, Patrick, he's a, just a white boy, but he said he likes raisin. We were talking about how gross people put pineapple in their potato salad. And he talks about how he likes hey, raisin the in the potato salad. Yeah, so I'm like, dude, you no, just you just wrong. canceled racism and then you brought it back. Better, bigger, better, stronger than ever. So we're like, yeah, racism 2.0. That's what you just made. <laughs> and one potato salad at a time. Oh, there it is. See, you had to touch it. You had to touch it. Uh, Where is it? Salad with pineapple in it. Yeah, that's a that's a rough one. Is he Hawaiian? I don't know where that came from because it was something. It was, the, it, was a, it was a fake like Hawaiian pizza. No, it I don't was mind a fake stereotype pizza. that uh, that our co-host like he thought that Germans did that, and then I got a shit ton of emails from German people going, "We do not do that. No, that's not <laughs> us." <laughs> yeah, so it was. Anymore. We still don't know where that came from, but uh, I, if you Google it, it's a real thing. Fucking people pineapple, will, will pineapple. potato salad. I might have to try that now. I might ask. I, no, <laughs> no. What'd you say, Alyssa? I would pick the Hawaiian pizza over that. Yeah, absolutely, hundred yeah. percent every time. I've had that. I like that. No, I, I'd walk out and disassociate from anybody in my life that throws any of those. Options. It's it's mayonnaise, potatoes, herbs. Oh and God, just acid pineapple. and fucking mayonnaise. Yeah. yeah it, oh God, that's all sorts of wrong. It's not gonna last. Yeah, the funniest part was uh, the owner of Wireman reached out to me and told Night me to. We definitely do not do that. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's that's a bad idea, especially after a day of drinking. You're gonna mix acid and mayonnaise in your stomach. Ew. Oh, yeah. nope. I missed yeah. something, and that's I don't think gross. I want to know. No. <laughs> Antonio was talking about a, a con because we were talking about you know just mixing stuff and whatnot, and he he said there was uh, one of his buddies talked about uh, putting together potato salad and pineapples. 
<laughs> there right. it is. Right. Correct. <laughs> well, Correct. listen, how about this? Uh, and, and follow me on this. What about cottage cheese and pineapples? It's still. Oh, that's thick. all right. Yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, I, I would right. do it, but I wouldn't look down on anybody that did. They're obviously healthier than I am. <laughs> Yeah, I've so, had that. I like it. Yeah, I, like it. I don't mind that. So, is it a big step to go from, from yeah, it was a big step to go from cottage cheese to it is. potato salad? All right. Yeah, no, it is. <laughs> I'd rather put mayonnaise on a pizza. Yeah. Oh, that sounds horrible. I will give you an even more horrible. You ready for this? So, oh, I, I have a lot of good stories about my father. He's alive, so I'm not saying it like he's dead. Um, my my father after a a night of uh, ordering pizza, we'd have you know one or two slices left over. He'd wake up in the morning, all right, cold pizza out of the fridge. He'd put a complete film of mayonnaise on it and eat it for breakfast. Ooh. Oh, man, yep. that's uh, yeah. I'm gonna go find another beer. Hold <laughs> on. <laughs> Wait, I got another one for you. You ready for this? Leftover spaghetti and meatballs, and he put scoops of duck sauce in it. Duck sauce. Ooh. Duck sauce. And he's from New York? He born and raised in Brooklyn and moved out to Rockville Center and now lives in Amityville, which is like Suffolk County, New York. I don't, yeah. I don't judge. That might be delicious. Hey. Talking hey. before, my boyfriend was here and he's from Ohio. Okay. What's the big mixture there? We're sorry. We're sorry. Exactly. We're sorry about that. And he was eating cold <laughs> pasta with Frank's hot sauce on it. Oh, I don't mind that. I, I mean, That's the cold part. No, the cold <laughs> part is a little, a little rough, weird. but the hot I'm sauce totally on pizza. against like my Jersey Italianist. So, like <laughs> I can't be with you anymore now. It is. <laughs> can't be with you anymore. That's why I'm hyphenating <laughs> my name. Exactly. Yeah, I think uh, I think the grossest thing we got over here, which uh, to me is delicious, is my favorite thing. But people look at me weird about it. Is uh, I really like pickled pig skin with uh, tapatio sauce and lime on top of some chips. That's like. Yeah, that seems so like a real good. traditional dish. As I feel like taking several things and mixing them together. Yeah, it's a Mexican thing for sure. Yeah. <laughs> it I is. Feel like and, I, and and you are you are uh, Mexican by nationality, correct? Because I heard you on the podcast yeah. call yourself the little Mexican. Yeah, aka little Mexican boy. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, like um, all right, well, that's where that's going. <laughs> Yeah, my uh, my dad, he's, he's from León, Guanajuato, and uh, my mom, she grew up in San Diego, Okay, and she's Hispanic too. So yeah, yeah, I'm pretty much, yeah, like uh, primarily Mexican, a little bit Native American, but primarily, yeah. Native I'm, American? Uh, Mexican. Yeah. I was like, that's pretty cool. Do you get, did you get yeah. into college very easily because of that? <laughs> oh, I definitely did not consider college at all whatsoever, so... <laughs> <laughs> no you, idea. Got, you might have gotten scholarship money for just putting that that above one percent like navajo in there and you'd be like yeah yeah I'm like 10 15 percent they're like i need all of you yeah i guess i'm from uh oh, i guess God. i'm from the yaki tribe that was what we uh yeah. where's that from did everything uh yaki i think it was uh i want to say considered from like the really centralized deep part of california i think that's where they originally i don't know don't quote me on this but yeah i mean my, my uncle's the one who did all the research on that he just told me that and he slapped it on a bandana and we all wore it to a powwow so that, <laughs> that's there cool. was uh elizabeth was a warren got in a lot of trouble for that so i'd be careful yeah 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 no there's a whole new york times story about it so you don't need any more dishes. well no I, more I, and I did do that whole 23 and me thing and uh <laughs> they 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 uh actually you, came back are like you more 50, than 
one. Yeah, it came out like 51, 50, 51% Native American, it said on there. Really? Oh. Yeah, it was weird. My, my co-host Adam did it, and they just sent him back a packet of mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> it's his joke. I just stole it. That's a good one. I'm drinking uh, <laughs> some mead from WA Meadworks in honor of uh, the owner's uh, favorite brewery getting shit on today. So. And, of course, getting his new puppy coming in. New puppy. Right. So, uh, Joe, cheers, buddy. Uh, girls, have you ever had mead? Have you tried mead, honey wine? Actually, we actually, when I was home, we went to a meadery when I was there. That was one of the first, like, things that we did with our beer page, actually. Hmm. Yeah. It was my first time. I have some in my fridge still, but I won't be drinking. I love mead. I've always loved mead. Is it a lower, and going, Kristen, is it a lower calorie? based product or is it something where it's just about the same as beer i don't know to be honest with you i'm actually i don't remember i just have i liked bee nectar when i worked in um brick wall like beer i just like really i don't know i like sweet stuff i'll drink anything but I like sweet and I yeah what is there between bee nectar and honey well bee nectar is um isn't there isn't that like a brewery bee nectar isn't that uh Oh, I thought oh, he, I, I no, thought I'm he was sorry. Being I thought serious. that was some, like a raw ingredient. An actual person. ingredient or something, yeah. like no, unfiltered no. or unpasteurized. I think, wait, I might be saying it wrong. Let me look it up now. Okay. I haven't oh, had it. Go. Oh, she's, she's got go. the meat out. There you go. 375. Did you guys know one of those uh, child Disney stars started their own meadery? Who? Wait, who did that? Yeah, uh, the Secret Life of Zach and Cody. He started, uh, he started a meadery. Get out of here. Real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's all about it. I saw him hooking up tri clamps and everything. I was like, "Well, that's the guy's the real deal." Did you send him a tri clamp for Prez shirt? Or you what? gotta send it. I to him. should. I would totally send him a tri clamp for President shirt. Yeah. Do you know the name of the meadery? Uh, I don't know. Do you, do you know the name of the meadery? I can't. I can't remember the name of it. I just uh, I just saw videos of it one day pop up. Uh, I'm gonna before, I'm gonna before we out. get into like the wrap up here. Uh, what is what is tri clamps? Uh, platform for 2020 <laughs> <laughs> and is he holding a convention tonight or tomorrow? oh uh yeah he's just uh, he's purely a uh, getting trashed purist uh that's what <laughs> that's fair. stands by all that you get trashed um he said what's it called huh oh it's called all wise all oh, wise okay. okay all right i'll all look wise. it up yeah because that's interesting but yeah um yeah try try clap for president uh just think I of try clap for president has two cycles so I need very little encouragement to throw my vote away. Oh, it's so. the one in Brooklyn. Wait, Please. Pete, it's the, it's the, the meadery in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. We, we know which Sounds one familiar. it is. We know which one it is. All right. Oh, at least Joe knows. Uh, Alyssa, which, which mead did you have there? Which, what is that blend? Um, Beach Bee is the name of the meadery itself. Wait, so maybe an influencer. There you go. <laughs> very nice. <laughs> Um, this one I think was aged with tequila and lime and sea salt. Ooh. They were good. I mean, I liked them, but I, I prefer beer. So. I have a, a Damarung here from our local mead works. It's uh, mead with Damarung red currants. Good shit. I have Mitternacht yeah. upstairs and I keep trying to find an excuse to open it. Well, Pete, yeah. you gave yeah. me this for my Tuesday. birthday. Tuesday is a really good reason. You're right. Yeah. The same. That's, that's fair. Pete gave me this one. This one's uh, mead from Clover Blossoms. Yeah. And, uh, this one, I, I like Clover, but I'm waiting for a good, you know, like non-beer drinking night to kind of get on this and, and just drink the whole thing myself. I and just there, get excited about me talking to Joe. Joe is so fucking passionate about it, and it is infectious. 
this is a this is a twelve percent mead, so this this is not oh. something you're gonna mess around with. Yeah, his, I have a bottle of Mitternacht upstairs on the higher end, and the demo yeah. is fourteen percent. Yeah, this one's fourteen percent. There you go. Right, you really can't. You know, you're not pounding that bottle like it's you know a, a ten percent wine. It'll get wine. you drunk. <laughs> Take it on the yeah. uh, 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 wine tour out east or something like that. That's a hard one. <laughs> I mean, and the place was really nice that we got it from. I liked, like, I liked it. I just, I still prefer beer. I uh, it goes back to what you said before. Um, very interesting, uh, and Steve will probably agree with you that we're kind of moving out of the beer out of a, a garage kind of thing and we're moving into who can make the best looking place do you, are you guys suckers for like a great looking place uh, um, versus the beer or um more of you know you show your patronage to the people that really make the stuff that you like patronage to the people because one of my other favorite breweries in our area is pinelands brewery and they're still relatively small they've been around for a while but when you go there, it's that garage atmosphere. It's very small inside. They're, they don't have like a ton of space to like sit down and everything, but they're just so customer oriented. And there's just like an indescribable heartfelt feeling that I, I don't know how else to describe. I just feel like it's like the heart of the Pinelands and like, I love, I will always love going there. And like the owners like came out and sat with us and like some of the guys that work there and stuff. And like, I don't know, it was I loved that brewery when I came, when I was home. I think that it was, that's one it's thing I love. Like, and it's not anything, like, it's not overdone. It's not gimmicky. There's, like, there's really not a whole lot to it. There's just something special about the fact that it's, it's just, it is what it is. And I like that about it. And yeah, I feel like, especially with, I yeah. feel like with breweries too, and with, like, even going to them and especially in this whole industry of the beer Instagramming and, like, going to breweries and reviewing beers. I, I'm so self-conscious when taking pictures of the brewery because all they want to do is just drink the beer and like not take a picture of myself with the beer to be able to post it. Where like, you know, you have like these accounts that all they do is post themselves at a brewery, but they still, like they're not, they don't like get the vibe. They don't talk to anyone. Like when I go places, especially here, I'm talking, to, I'm trying to talk to like the head brewmaster, the people who are in the back. Like I'm always like trying to get to know like the brewery itself. I'm always talking to the brewery cats because they're always outside and I love cats. So <laughs> I, yeah. I always like, I'm always like trying not to like take a selfie of myself and get to enjoy the atmosphere more. And then I'll take pictures when I go home. So that's why sometimes, especially with me, like when you look at my pictures, like on our page and stuff, it's usually me in my apartment because I forget to do it at a brewery because I'm having too much of a good time talking to everyone, having a good and like time in the environment. And it's just yeah. me in my apartment. A lot to absorb. Yeah. Most of the pictures that uh, Pete and I had prior to Steve joining the team uh, were us on our way out. I'm like, oh, quick snap. And we, we, that was it. <laughs> and otherwise, you're right. We were, we're in there to enjoy the beer, the atmosphere, the moments. Uh, Antonio, uh, out, out by where you are, um, what seems to be the, the norm for a tasting room? Is it, is it small? Is it medium, big? Is it in, out? What's, what's before, let's say, pre-COVID? Um, yeah, like a normal tasting room here, probably, but yeah, usually about that small garage feeling because it's San Diego. There's a crap ton of breweries. Um, usually the bigger names and stuff, you'll, you know, obviously have that bigger tasting room, but for the norm, like most of the time, it's a, a smaller spot, more garagey feeling. Um, people will start to put up some lights and, uh, definitely board games with not all the pieces. That's like <laughs> mandatory. Gotta have those. Try playing Jenga with 15 Jenga pieces. Good luck. Exactly. <laughs> Take you 45 yeah. minutes. You, uh, it's pretty much, you know, pretty much in a nutshell. I, I agree. Um, 
with Alyssa and like that. Yeah. Like I definitely base my experience. I based it off my experience uh, and supporting the people versus, you know, just going to a really cool, there's all kinds of cool, nice places here with like video games and things like that. But um, ultimately if I first experience is, um, you know, if I get a good first impression, I'm going to keep coming back. Like there's one spot here called deft. I mean, there's nothing uh, deaf brewing. There's nothing too um, crazy about their tasting room per se, but it's really welcoming. The owner came out, talked to me. He no idea who I was or anything like that. Um, didn't even know I was in the industry, but the way he talked to me, we just treated me like, you know, so, so nice. And um, we have that. And then plus two, their beers are amazing. I mean, amazing beer will always keep you coming back, but it's just so cool. Like I look forward to going to spots like that. Um, definitely doesn't need to be a flashy tasting room. Well, but just to, to, kind of put a point on that it's not flashy but it still looks absolutely beautiful <laughs> if you look yeah. at the pictures yeah. with the tents and the bar stools and the beautiful weather i mean it's just making me very jealous right now so <laughs> yeah Jesus yeah, Christ. yeah deft and, is uh really close to the water they're really close to the like bayfront kind of area they're really cool and you're right it's just a small tiny little space but they did a great i you know concept with the outdoor and it just again looks inviting both in and out, but it's a small and I like little how like they garage. Stick to their, yeah, they stick to their guns. They're definitely very hardcore European styles. There, they they nice. stay loyal to it. I yes, don't think please. they. Yeah, I don't think they do any. I don't even think they do any hazies or anything, unless it's like traditional like Hefeweizen or something. <laughs> um, but Ooh. I mean, other than that, yeah, they're they're very on top of it with like um, like traditional traditional German styles and. Uh, Those have been like, some of my favorite interviews we had on the podcast. We're uh, we've, we've had a brewer, uh, and you know, what, what, what style, you know, do you think is, is best for your brewery in there? You know, traditional German styles, or we're heavy into the Belgians and, you know, you ask them like, yeah, are you going to do I, a hazy? I love those guys. No. And it's, you know, then the follow-up question is how do you expect to keep your doors open? Is the, <laughs> I just like how they, they find their audience. Though. I mean, with everything, with comedy, with anything, as long as you find your audience and cater to them, make them happy, you really will have that support. And uh, as no matter how obscure it can seem like there's um like that one brewery uh, in Colorado, uh, me and my fiance like fell in love with it. Um, it's called a uh, hogshead brewing and they are just massive. Mm -hmm. Like just they're, um, their head brewer there is like a, like I heard he even gets kind of a, just, he's just extremely passionate guy. Um, I've never met him, but I mean, I, I heard stories and yeah, he's, he's a hardcore on the English styles, English mild, like everything's primarily cask there. Um, that's like Jack's Abbey on the East coast. Yeah. All lagers. Everything is lagered and, um, not a hazy to be found. And, uh, I mean, they do, they do wheat wine, you know, instead yeah. of barley hmm. wine and, and, and so well done they have the following and people search them out and they've expanded their distribution uh so it can be done you don't have to yeah. always make a goddamn hazy you really don't but i think it's a passion for what you're doing and the people that you're targeting it, it keeps the customers coming back is just having that enthusiasm for it yeah, and, and not absolutely. to downplay what what Jack's Abbey has done, but they also opened a second brewery called Springdale, which does the hazies. Yes, just uh, to satisfy them. <laughs> they're, they're not stupid. They know. They're like, well, we're going to do this awesome thing that we have a great audience for, but why not take a building across the street, right in the same town, and do everything that people would probably want if, in fact, they didn't want the German style. 
Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just like, it's just like memes. Like I don't, I don't feel like I have to do beer memes all the time. I'll have like random things on my story and stuff just to just constantly just uh, at the end of the day, I'm just chasing laughs and you can't, right. just, can't just expect everybody just to be on the beer meme thing. You yeah, give him an alternative. You used to poop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so uh, Alyssa and Kristen, um, so you guys are about, you know, let's say two months into this, where do you, where do you see the, the future of the beer review going? And the other question I meant to ask before is, how are you guys doing this review? Are you just writing like descriptive stuff? Are you giving a rating number? What are you guys doing uh, in regards to the review part? Are you saying yeast to poop? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we definitely don't seem to have like a number rating. I guess we're just expanding on like what we're actually tasting and trying. And like I said, I find myself more so than even rating the actual beer, rating the brewery that it comes from and right. like the whole concept of it. Um, as for where we're going, I don't know. I just, this started out, off as a really fun little hobby drinking beers and here we are on your little podcast. I mean, <laughs> with like the small following that we do have, we've grown so much over two months, which I can only see it kind of growing from here on out. I mean, Social media is a hard thing nowadays. It's very oversaturated, but this community itself is just a really good community. Um, and like Alyssa said, like with our with our reviews and stuff, I think we're really more focused on even reviewing the breweries as a whole and like kind of what their mission statements are and like what they do for a community um, aspect and like what they kind of do for, you know, each other too. Because Alyssa and I have been friends for so long, we kind of like a tight-knit tight-knit group even I feel like with a brewery which I don't know I feel like that's kind of like our vibe that we're getting a little bit right Liz is that yeah I it seems like we're going more more in the direction of being forming relationships with the breweries rather than the beers themselves which I haven't seen as much of in the social media world maybe it's it's there and I just we're not aware of it yet but I don't know I think that part of it's kind of cool to see like most people focus in on the beers themselves and not as much the breweries and the whole experience. So, and that's, that's key because a lot of people, it goes hand in hand. The beer could be, you know, fantastic, but if it's a shitty experience, it pales, mm -hmm. you know, you, you, you kind of forget what you had. Yeah. Um, yeah. But if they mirror each other, then you walk out of it and now, yeah, the beer was great. Now it's in your mind. It's even better than what you thought it was. <laughs> Exactly. A hundred percent. One of the things that we did with this show is try to bring that experience to people that didn't get that opportunity. I know you said you go in and you seek out those brewers and the people that are making the beer. Sometimes that's really tough. It was always tough for me uh, early on in, in the industry to get the ear of the brewer. Again, 99% of them aren't dicks, but they're busy and, and they're trying to get a business going. You guys didn't leave me to fuck alone. That's all I, I <laughs> I was constantly poking Steve. Steve, how'd you do that? How'd you do that? Uh, but you know, the, the point is, you know, we, we were trying to take this to that level where we could bring the brewers to you. And you may not have gotten that opportunity, but now you can enjoy a Dubco or a Greenport or uh, a, a Brooklyn or anything, uh, you know, in and around our area. Icarus, you know, trying to get those guys on at the AC Beer Fest was great. We, that was awesome to hear yeah. from those guys and people all across the country about their beer and uh, again, outer light tonight. Um, we'll, we'll try to get them on in the future, but that, that, that was the idea. Like I, I don't have an opportunity to talk to them that day. They were very busy. There was like four of them. They were try clamping the shit out of the, the tanks. It was unbelievable. 
there's no room dry to, to have a conversation. Dry camp for president. Um, and then oh, yeah, that was yeah. the concept of our show. Same thing. Uh, <laughs> and, and we, we, we hope, and like you do to try to gain that experience and gain those moments for everybody. Uh, especially now when you can't even at some, you know, these breweries hang out with anybody, you can't even go in. Everything's to go. Everything's, you know, take out. There's no way you're going to get those experiences. So, That's, yeah. Yeah. I love about here in St. Louis too, that we're fortunate enough to be open. I mean, partially, and I can go into there. And I also, being from the East Coast, will talk anyone's ear off. They don't understand me out here. Or they don't understand the words I'm saying, but they love that I'll talk their ear off about anything. Um, so I've been, every time I go in, my boyfriend literally hates me. He's like, you have to talk to everyone about everything. And I'm like, well, it's for you. Okay. <laughs> Alyssa, like, is sorry. that why you kicked her out after two months? I get the same thing. <laughs> my wife my wife would be like, really? We're going in the backyard to talk with the brewers. Great. That's great. Right. I'll see you in four I, I hours. Even, even my friends here, they're like, whenever we even go out, if we weren't even going to a brewery, they're like, you make friends with everyone. I'm like, that's because I'm from the East Coast. Uh, like, that's just <laughs> you. <laughs> Antonio, uh, where, where do you see this this bigger thing going? What's the uh, the hopes and goals for the podcast and for the uh, the social media page? Uh, well, I mean, there's a lot. It's weird to say there's no, there's not really a, I don't have an exact goal with, with everything. I do have a lot that I'm working on in the back, like behind the scenes. So there is going to be a lot more new stuff coming out um, pretty soon here. We got some cloud break double. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm um, uh, yeah. I, right now I think uh, it's all I got to say is there is some more new stuff I'm, I'm working on. Uh, so Ultimately, though, I guess the short answer would be, uh, yeah, I definitely want a page to be so much more than a meme page. And uh, it's amazing to get that jump start from simple, you know, beer comedy. And yeah, I mean, right now, um, like I said, my hands are in a bunch of different pots and uh, really just uh, kind of just going with the flow. But there's definitely a lot of intentions to uh, to keep innovating. Awesome. Uh, Pete and I, uh, like I mentioned before, we were tuning into the podcast uh, after we uh, were talking and, and finally locked you in for tonight and uh, enjoyed it. It was good. Uh, check them out. It's uh, the mash pit on iTunes and, and Spotify and any place you can get your podcast. Uh, Antonio, give us the big plug of everything you have going on. You want our audience to know about. Yeah. Uh, keep an eye out. I'm going to be, con um, I'm going to be coming out with a lot of different beers, uh, different breweries all around. I, I can actually say now all around the world. Oh, I did um, see, wait, I saw the, uh, the collaboration you did. Um, oh, I gotta find it now. Which one was the, the most recent? Oh, uh, so that one actually was different. Uh, the one with local craft beer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 So that one was actually more of a, uh, was, was super sweet of them. The guy's a big sweetheart. Uh, he, that was more of a dedication thing. It actually wasn't okay. my thing. I didn't really, yeah, I didn't do anything with it. I can't take any credit for that. <laughs> so it was Should definitely more of a dedication a beer. <laughs> oh yeah. No, that's not me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, that was him. He was more of a dedication thing. Great guy though. Great, great, great people. Cool. Um, but yeah, no, uh, other than that, I mean, yeah, I'll be, I'll be working on some different beers, uh, different releases, um always keep an eye out for the merch uh, uh millinin is my life is a fun shirt that's coming out <laughs> that's um, the pre-order already started you have, yeah, you have women's the, uh, sizes like tanks and stuff right and that's starting yeah to and out. they're actually sold out i think yeah. i have one last at double xl because I, I what happens i do the i have the merch ordered and i plug in the numbers into the my inventory on the site and yeah right. they 
they're all sold out except for one double XL women's shirt, I think. And then, um, other than that, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, like I said, uh, new merch always coming out. Um, right now there's kind of a new shirt coming out every month and there's gonna be some other new things popping up. Um, yeah, just keep an eye out on whatwrangler.com for all that good stuff. Check out, uh, obviously the, the Instagram, all kinds of fun stuff and the mash pit, uh, comes on every Friday, uh, every Friday mornings, the official, um, release of it. Uh, it usually goes up sometime Thursday night, but you can guarantee it's going to be there every Friday morning. And uh, other than that, yeah, it's kind of like the big things I got going on right now. And is uh, Triclamp uh, for Prez, is, are they pro mask or what? <laughs> you got to make one with a mask. That'd be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah have one without one. Uh, and just say, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm in a brewery. Yeah, what do I need to, I'm socially distant. I, I'm six feet from the nearest tank. <laughs> yeah try clamp um that was, that was a fun one actually i it's actually been pretty heavily demanded again so yeah there may or not be a second round uh but what go. i do like to do with uh with all the stuff i mean everything is pretty limited edition when it comes out because i just it's just my way my style of uh working I, I like to constantly come out with new stuff and not really rely and ride the gravy train on things <laughs> well some people try to really uh overcomplicate things it's it's so simple and what makes it so funny yeah yeah exactly exactly uh thank you very much literally for- it came up to me with, with uh just during a morning cup of coffee i was like <laughs> uh just after reading something on both sides i'm like i i vote this i want this guy <laughs> he's the guy for me yeah actually yeah, it's not even a he or a she that's what i love about triclant there's yeah, no there there's go. no sex it's an yeah there you go there you go it, gender yeah. neutral yes exactly <laughs> well thank you very much for uh for coming on uh really quickly uh Kristen, i think Alyssa is in frozen land yes yeah she, uh, she uh, i don't know if the storms got to her in, or in new Jersey. she has reached peak influencer and, <laughs> i mean i'm super impressed it's that's it that's what you get chris and give us the uh the big plug uh about the the social media and what basic girl beer podcasts coming soon yeah we'll kind of see where it goes we're just really just trying to like grow our community i guess and you know get involved with even the beer community um so we'll kind of see i need to find a job first so First things first. That's fair. That's fair. I need a job. <laughs> and of so course, like brewery, get a brewery job. There you go. I was gonna. Well, I actually was thinking about reaching out to some of the breweries out here because their social media is horrible, and I'm really into the you know, obviously the social media. So I was thinking about reaching out to some of them. But there you go. We'll Do see. it. Big demand for uh, social media consultants and social media supervisors and people. So, uh, GovsRadio.com needs one now because the the girl just retired or resigned. I've got the email while we're in our show. So govsradio.com. Maybe you can do it for govsradio.com and, and do better than the college kid did. Yeah. I, I honestly trust her more right now. No, I can't hurt. I don't think Alyssa and I knew how big, like even how fast we were going to grow. So I think we're really just having fun with it right now. And then, I mean, we'll see. And that's, that's the whole point, right? You're having fun. Yeah. Antonio's having a great time. It sounds like, and he's busting his butt yeah. for very little. Uh, uh, I, I don't think there's too much money involved in the, the 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 meme game but 
Either way, oh, yeah, talk to you. I'm a, I just bought a yacht. No. <laughs> yeah. He's a, uh, he's a look, new bar stool. You're yacht, you're yacht poor, but dick pick rich. So look, do you, do you guys, are you guys familiar with the color red? I just bought it, okay? <laughs> um, yeah, no, actually, there's, there's not a whole lot of money in the meme game. I, I'm, yeah, I, I'm super excited, though, that I get, you know, there's some sponsorship. And a lot of my, uh, my main income has been through my own merchandise, which was, it's a business That's of awesome. its own. I mean, yeah it's it's putting putting money right back into it so uh right. but it's it's a good time I'm, I'm definitely loving loving what's developing what's growing well i wish the the best of luck to both you sir and Kristen and Alyssa from the basic girl brew review uh check them all out on instagram go on the basic girl brew review uh on instagram twitter facebook whatever you want to do also you could just do a google search also you could do the wart wrangler uh the wart wrangler they're on already instagram. there all the followers are already there. Every, <laughs> everyone that listens to this, all the 100 people or 200 people listen to this <laughs> in the next 24 hours and then never listen again, uh, they already will have heard this as well. And they'll be blowing up your spot in the next few days. And actually, we had a, when I announced the show, just to let you know, Antonio, uh, there were six shout outs for you. And uh, uh, Kristen and Alyssa, you guys had somebody come in and go, oh, I'm excited for this. And with, with your tag on it, which was interesting. <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, they're oh, relatively awesome. new. Yeah, it's, so there are there are people out there uh, still seeking uh, new information out. So good for you guys. Awesome. Yeah, oh, yeah. I wish the best for everybody. And uh, again, thanks a lot for spending time with thanks us. Thanks for coming this on. Has been a lot of fun, a lot of good laughs. And uh, tell Alyssa, she looks great. Thank God it was yes. uh, not a closed eye <laughs> freezing. Yeah. It was a good good angle. If you got a freeze frame, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty it's, good. it's it's in the upper, <laughs> it upper nice. percentage. Take a picture of it for her. Yeah, <laughs> I'll leave it up for a minute. Uh, thanks a lot for everyone for joining us. Again, this is the work with Mike, Pete, and Steve. GovsRadio.com. Check us out on our replays. They'll probably be up tomorrow. You can check it out on GovsRadio.com. Of course, all the uh, podcast pl platforms, including Spotify and iTunes, and our home base for podcasts. That's the Hopped Up Network. Go to the HoppedUpNetwork.com for oh, your yeah. national global network of uh, beer podcasts. Awesome dudes. I'm wearing my uh, Jersey beer guys in a girl shirt. Uh, Rob initially uh, started it. Now it's been taken over, but still doing great, doing fine, strong out there. So check them out, thehoppedupnetwork.com. Again, thank you very much to Outer Light Brewing Company from Groton, Connecticut. Really appreciate you guys uh, sending me home with some good beer. And uh, we had a great time and we'll hopefully get them on in a future show. And uh, Steve, we'll start with you. Any last words? I like cookies. All right. <laughs> Do you like caramel cookies from Decadent Ales? Uh, oh, boy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. At 12%, you should. Uh, Peter, last words. Dude, that amber was the balls. Yeah, it was. That's I all. Have to, That's I have it. more. I have more. Um, if you can, you can persuade me to send you some best. more. Yeah, I'll – yeah. <laughs> I know where you're going to go with he's that. A little, he's a little shit-faced. I can see it. <laughs> well, he's stacking I, cans high, so. He's, he's stacked four, all right? Now. Uh, this is the word with Mike, Pete, and Steve. I'll trade Gubbs, you one of these for one of those Ambers? Nah, nah. Nah, nah. We out. Well, that's two hours of your life that you'll never get back. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. Please hang up and try again. This has been the Words on Govs Radio. I hope you're drunk enough.